0: Hello and welcome to the Swinging Bump Podcast. Today we have myself, Wes, and James. And Toby may show up later in the show. We are not absolutely sure with that guy. Who knows what can happen. But anyways, we got a big show for you guys today. I'm excited about it. Got some interesting trivia. We will talk NBA, NCAA football, NFL, MLB. Um, I think that just about covers it. But it's going to be a fun day. I'm really excited for everything. today's show. Now, a little bit of an announcement we have officially reached the uh, number of listeners where Macklemore's representatives is the way it said on the YouTube page and on uh, Spotify, and John Fogerty's representatives have said that we can no longer use their music um, without paying them royalties. I knew That's that this so day would stupid. come eventually. Uh, now, John Fogerty actually, their people said you can still use the music, but if you ever start to monetize, then you can't make any money from it. Meanwhile, Macklemore said we just can't use the song at all. So I was Which like, is all shocking, right. Macklemore is actually a pretty, really chill guy. Dude, I get he money. probably has literally, he has nothing to do with this. Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? I
1: say probably. I mean He's 100%. like, that
0: Swing and Bunt podcast coming for my money.
1: <laughs> I listen to them once. They're awful. I hate them. <laughs> Don't worry. When you suck, you can use people's music. But when you do good, you cannot. Yeah.
0: But anyways, um, so, so if you or someone that you know likes making music or would like to have some of their music that they already have put into our show. I think what we'll do over the next few episodes is we'll just do some test runs. We'll throw some music out there and see what the people like, see what fits into the way our show uh, flows. And uh, we'll just try a few different people out. And if you have anyone, send us your music and we'll see what works out. Without any further ado, this is the Swing Bump Podcast. I will have some intro song in here right now. Don't know what it is, but we'll see what it is. Okay, so here we go. Let's get into the news from the sports world. So far this last week or so, since we last recorded, Joe Kelly uh, attacked a few Astros. He missed, but he was definitely trying to hit them. He went after um, Bregman and Correa and Altuve, right? Uh, Just
2: just Bregman and Correa.
0: Just Bregman and Correa. (laughs) And then he struck out Correa and proceeds to yell at him and taunt him, give him a nice little poochie face. I personally loved it. I think Joe Kelly's a hero. I know Wes, you you're not. you of course, Wes like isn't it. a fan <laughs> as the Astros, but uh, he got suspended eight games, which eight out of sixty games. I mean, that's over ten percent. It's what 15 percent of the no, almost fifteen percent of the year he's suspended for, uh, which I think is a little ridiculous, especially since he didn't even hit anybody. But it's uh, a defender. That's eight games more than all the Astros got uh, suspended for combined for cheating and winning a World Series. So to me. I think that it's a little bit messed up. But, of course, you can't go injuring people. He didn't hit anybody, but he could have uh, severely injured someone. So, whatever. It is what it is. We got a lot to talk about, so we'll continue to move on. Hey, well, uh, I have one thing to say yes, about him. Yes,
1: Uh This is actually, like, mind-blowing. But you remember what he was popular from during the uh, lockdown, what he was – the most popular thing he did. Oh yeah,
0: throwing up, working on a changeup and throwing it through his window at his house. Yes.
1: Okay. So I was listening to the local sports channel here, mm-hmm. and they were talking about it. how it, it was a setup for what he did against the Astros. He
0: was playing the long game. Yes. They were
1: like, <laughs> so he can go back to that and say, "Look, I'm I, struggling with pitch. my control." Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, Dude, "That is genius." It That's it is. actually probably true.
0: Too. And it very, I saw the same thing. It very well could be true. Just think about it. You're on quarantine and your team just got knocked out of the World Series by the Houston Astros who are confirmed to have been cheating and they received no punishment for it.
2: Oh and my gosh, are you I'm not. Even, no, the, I can't even say anything to that. The receive players, no punishment. the
0: players, the players had no punishment. The players. We're,
2: we're still talking about this. Okay.
0: We All always right. will. The All team, right, so the team received a punishment, but the players, they get their World Series and they have no punishment on them whatsoever.
2: I agree they should have got punishment, but Right. Like we are, we are past this,
0: right? No, no. Joe
2: Kelly is a repeat offender. He this clearly, is not the first time you've thrown at a guy. Threw a is, 96 mile an hour fastball at Alex Bregman's head.
0: The thing he is, too, Wes, a three o count. The thing is, is uh, the season just started, so people are just now getting their chances to get hacks at him, especially being, oh. especially being the Dodgers. You know they want to hit him. They're mad okay. in baseball. When someone ticks you off, you hit them, and you get punished for it. It's you don't throw do. it for
2: someone's head, ever. It's, it is. I'm not saying it's okay. careers end.
0: I'm not saying it's okay. There's a guy okay. on the
2: Astros. There's a guy on the Astros, up-and-coming shortstop. I forget his name.
0: Not that up-and-coming. Dickie Thawne.
2: Dickie Thawne. He was an up-and-coming shortstop. He was going to be the next great shortstop in the National League. Takes a hit to the head, out for th- uh, three seasons, was never the same player, ever. That would not... ruin careers. If he would have hit Bregman in the head and would have ended his career or killed him, he, this wouldn't have been an eight-game suspension. And it I'm, I'm it
0: not didn't. justifying that what he did is okay.
2: You just said it's no, okay. this is not what I was saying. Wants to do it.
0: If you would have listened, everyone does want to do it. Everyone hates the Astros because they cheated to win. So that's not going to change. People are going to keep hitting them. It doesn't make it okay. Like hit, someone in the head, hit, hit someone in the back. You don't hit someone in the head. I agree with you there. But the point I that I was that trying well. to make is Joe Kelly was trying to say, Alright, if I can practice and throw this ball at my window, then I can act like it was an accident when I hit the Dodgers later. So, anyways, moving on from that, no, you never hit someone in the head. Do I think that the Astros should have gotten punished? Absolutely. Does Joe Kelly need to I punish agree. them by hitting them in the, the head? No. Did he hit anyone in the head? Also no. So, he he may have tried. He also may have just tried to scare him. I think he has a little more control than that.
2: 96 in the head on 3-0 count.
0: Moving on. So... Yes. Yoannis Cespedes, 2018, got injured, falling off his horse or stepping in a hole or whatever it was.
1: It was both, actually. Yeah.
0: And um, <laughs> he didn't finish the season. Then he didn't play at all in 2019. He comes back here in 2020 and starting off pretty okay. He had a home run, I think, an opening day. These or... the reason
1: why they won their opening day game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, then on Sunday, their Mets are looking for him. And they're like, hey, we've got Yoannis uh, here in the lineup. Where is he, guys? I don't know. Had anyone here for him? He, had,
1: he packed everything out of his hotel room. No he was one gone. could find him. He got out of
0: there. He just <laughs> went home, told nobody. His agent didn't know nothing. They finally get a hold of him. He's like, oh, uh, I opted out of the season. <laughs> 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 okay, I guess that's how that works. So Cespedes Cesc- will no longer I'll be playing for the Mets this year. <laughs> and you can't even hit the Borch parties. He can't be punished for it because of the stupid coronavirus. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, sadder news for the Atlanta Braves. James, while you were sleeping last night, Mike Soroka tore his ACL when he Achilles, went to go, that's okay. Achilles, I'm sorry, uh, when he went to cover first base, it was uh, devastating. I mean, he's the ace of your team, and I think you're a World Series favorite or potential team to get to the World Series. And losing your ace is just huge. It's just very similar to the Astros' chances. I mean, they weren't the favorite to go back to the World Series, but they were a team that could be there. Now, both of you guys. Looks like uh, those It'll chances be are severely hurt. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, That's exactly what I thought as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope the Braves still can. They're my favorite National League team to root for this year, and they have been for the last few. So I hope that uh, they can pull something together here, but we'll see what happens.
1: We'll see.
0: Um, something that I wanted to bring up really short here in the news is the Los Angeles Lakers have clinched the number one seed in the Western Conference. But that is not looking like a stellar team, necessarily. They were outscored by the Raptors 35-16 to 16 in the last 10 minutes of the game. What's up, James? Oh, you're good. James, you're good. We can talk without you. i said sitting no, if you can hear me. No, you're good. So anyways, uh, the Lakers had a four-point lead at the 10.5-minute mark left in the game. And they squandered it and lost. So do they just look rusty? I'm not sure exactly what it is. Uh, but they did win last night against the – who were they playing last night? The Jazz? The Jazz. Yeah. So um, – but the, they have clinched up the number one seed. So a lot of teams, uh, I'm sure, are envious of that. But what do you think, Wes? You probably watched more games than we have. How do you feel about the Lakers so far in these seeding games? They have the play, play the Clippers, Clippers tonight, correct?
2: Uh Tonight I Tuesday. They, I don't think they play the Clippers. They played the Clippers the first game of the season and actually beat them, which I think was a really good a positive thing. Uh, the Clippers were missing a few players, but LeBron wasn't at the top of his game. So I would think LeBron's facing a little bit of rust for sure. Anthony Davis in that Raptors game was average.
1: What do you have? Oh he had forty six yesterday, didn't he?
2: Yeah, but in the which is what I was about to say. Like he had a huge bounce back against the Jazz. Uh, but I think it's just a little bit of rust. I think the Lakers are one of the top contenders for sure. Uh, I like them a whole lot more than the Bucks right now. The Bucks just got beat by the Brooklyn Nets with nobody on their team. Like, Karis LeVert was not playing. Joe mm-hmm. Harris, not that y'all know who that is. but is. Uh, y'all? Know, y'all? y'all know. Kurt, well, Karis LeVert. I met kidding? Jake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa.
0: Karis LeVert <laughs> is a stud Wolverine, so clearly he's one of the seven players I know of in the NBA. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but on the Brooklyn Nets, how many players can you name, Jake? Uh,
0: Kyrie, Kevin Durant.
2: Hurt, hurt. Dang it.
0: Uh, that's it, Karis yeah, Levert. Harris. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, it, it's
2: it's a good point because there's no one on the net, so the Bucks got beat by them today at full power. So, you know, I like the Lakers. I think the Lakers are up there. They're not my pick out of the West, but I think they're up there.
0: All right, moving on. Next, we have uh, Shane Bieber in the first two games of the season tied the record for the most strikeouts ever by a starting pitcher in his first two starts at 27, which is insanely impressive. Um, The Indians and Reds are facing each other this week in a two-game series in Cincinnati, then a two-game series in Cleveland. And uh, so far after the game just now ended a few minutes ago with Bieber pitching, I think he had eight strikeouts, or did he have nine? I believe he had nine strikeouts in eight innings. So that brings him to a total of 36 strikeouts in three games. I don't think that is the record anymore. I'll have to check it. Um, But it's interesting that the Indians and the Reds are the two best starting uh, pitching staffs so far this season. And that has continued up through this series as well. Now, the Indians have the lowest ERA in baseball. And they also have the lowest on-base plus slugging percentage as an offense. So the best pitching and the worst offense. (laughs) And it has led to a... uh, Six and six seasons so far. So, Sounds like guess, a Nolan Ryan team. Oh, it's been so frustrating, James or Wes. You have no idea. I've watched every game, and I just want to pull my eyes out. It's so painful. I mean, they cannot hit a breaking ball whatsoever. Even today, we scored four runs. The first two runs were scored on three walks, two errors, and one hit in the inning. <laughs> and um, the second was a meatball fastball. Belt high on the outside part of the plate, that Framiel Reyes hit out for a two-run homer, which is his first home run of the season. Our team is just not playing well as an offense, but the pitching keeps coming in and throwing eight shutout innings, giving up maybe a one home run, and we lose one nothing. And he's probably the best
1: closer in baseball right now, Brad Hand, Crezette, Kri- whatever. If he would Karen, close, oh Karen Check, oh Karen, Karen Check's
0: check. oh, check. oh, killing it. He hasn't allowed a run. Um, he's gotten us one save. I think he has three holds. Um, but I man, I should should love watching him. He's a rookie. I just I love him. I love him so much. Y'all remember,
2: way back in the day, I said Brad Hand could falter and Karinczak would
0: take his place. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was totally agreeing with you on that as well because Brad Hand's throwing ninety two miles per hour right now with a slider and slash curve (laughs) and not looking great. So Indians, I think, will make the playoffs, but they've got to get their offense rolling. This Thursday, the NFL has set the deadline to opt out of the season. Now, I'm not so sure how much I buy into this because I feel like if players decide they don't want to play – they're just gonna say, look, I my team my family can't take this. I you know. What if like someone in your family gets sick or something? Like an older I'm person? sure there's like a stipulation with yeah, that. Yeah, probably. But I think this probably just says, Look, if you opt out, you can still do it, but you're gonna miss out on a portion of your contract or something. That'd be my um, guess. Yeah. That's all the news I have for today. Anything else?
1: Mm.
0: Matt Stafford is okay. back on the field practicing. Uh the Lions issued a statement today. They're pretty cranky about uh him so what had happened is in their initial testing what had happened was he had gotten a negative testing then he had gotten a second negative he then gets a positive test which is later proven to be a false positive. No one in his family has any symptoms. His whole family was tested. Everyone he came in contact with was tested. Not one trace of the coronavirus was in any of his contacts. So he has a false positive, but what he then has to do is he has to wait 2 weeks and get 3 negative tests in that time. So he has now had 6 tests all of which have been negative as along with one false positive, and has missed almost two weeks of practice time because of it. And the Lions are pretty angry about it, and I would be too. I understand you're trying to keep people safe, um, but maybe they could possibly uh, look back into the way that they are doing their testing because having a guy miss out that many weeks of practice is just not the way you want it to go. I mean, imagine if that's during the season and the guy never even had contracted it. He did nothing wrong, didn't come in contact with anyone that he shouldn't have, and then boom, he's missing two weeks of the regular season.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Now, does he need it in training camp? Matt Stafford? Probably not. I mean, honestly, he was... I'd say the the other players in the offense probably need it more than him.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like DeAndre Swift might really be beneficial with him being there. Yeah, he
0: may not need that much practice to get ready for the season, but the other guys need to get ready with him. So I totally agree with you there. All right, let me sip this tea real quick.
1: Um... I know we're going to talk about this later, but it might be better to talk about it now. Sure. Uh, the smart trackers for the NFL.
0: Yeah. So uh, explain this to me because I actually don't know what this concept was.
1: Okay. So if you're in, if you come to a stadium or you come to your practice set or whatever, the first thing you have to do is you have to put the smartwatch on. And the smartwatch uh, is created, it's, it's GPS based and every single person has to wear one. And so that way... As you're walking around, as you're pricing, they can tell who you've been in contact with, um, whether that be you know at the practice field, in the showers, or just wherever in the cafeteria. They can see who you're around. Um, so that way, when you test positive, if you test positive, they can see exactly who they need to go to uh, to see who's in danger of having the coronavirus. Mm. Um, it's just basically a way so of So contact up, tracing. Basically. Yeah. Um, but it was it was way more advanced than that. That was the very light version
0: this is going to be oh. very in-depth gps like almost like you're just walking around with a gps on you that's very accurate at all times yep. than like five feet okay
2: mm-hmm. sure. I Wonder if some of these baseball players should use it so they don't go to the casino like the cardinals or the club like the marlins yeah I've, i just uh, it's
0: so frustrating that teams are doing this
1: i have noticed just i mean with the braves alone is that they've really not even high-fived anymore they're like c- touching hats together see so it's been good that they've changed and, a little bit yeah <laughs>
0: it's I'm so torn because I just want baseball to be back to normal. I want everything to be back to normal. And I just hate all this stuff so much, but I understand that that absolutely is not going to happen until this completely goes away or we get a vaccination or something. So players and coaches, they need to be responsible to say, look, this sucks, but we need to just stay away from everything for just 60 games. Just do the 60 games. Don't go to the clubs, casinos, sit back, have some fun with each other Go back to your hotel rooms, you know, play some video games, whatever it takes just to... I mean, look, Warzone's at an all-time high these days. Hop on. Join the party. The water's fine. West just got started. But the thing is, is these guys are going (laughs) to casinos in Vegas, or wherever they are, and then going back to their team, and the Cardinals, I mean, they had an outbreak of... Huge numbers just out of nowhere because a few guys decided to be irresponsible. It just can't happen. It Yadier really is driving me by nuts. the way, he came out. What's that?
1: Yadier Molina has it.
0: He does have it?
1: Yeah, he came out and said it. Sad. <sighs> so,
0: and he's, he's old enough to be in the dangerous area.
1: <laughs> he's not that <dead> old. All.
0: <laughs> all right, Wes, your turn. So what are some takeaways that you have so far in the NBA season? Some surprises. Are the Rockets a favorite? They shot 61 threes the other day in a win. So, what do you say? I'd say,
2: say that's, that's, that's kind of normal for them. Yeah, <laughs> but I
0: mean, was it in the record? In uh,
2: I don't know if it was a record. I think they've shot in the 60s before. But Yeah, they have uh, the record. It's yeah, ridiculous. but they're up there. No, I think uh, they've played well in the first couple games. Uh, I think a few teams coming back from are a little rusty, and so are the Rockets, without a doubt. But, uh, you know, I think they've they've come out pretty sharp all in all compared to other teams. So, Uh, I wouldn't come out and say that they're a contender though, because I've seen what the Clippers can do at full strength to Mm -hmm. them and they beat us up in the paint rebounding. Are
0: are there certain teams that, um, you think that they match up against really well compared to others that they don't
2: definitely, definitely. I'd say we match up with the nuggets really well. For some reason, we just, we kill the nuggets every time, which is funny
1: because they're big.
2: Yeah, and then honestly, the, the Jazz we match up extremely well with because we just completely take Gobert out of the game because we put four shooters around and Gobert has to guard Westbrook. Mm-hmm. So they, he has to come out unless he wants to give up, you know, guard Westbrook the whole game. But mm-hmm. uh, teams we don't match up well. We don't match up well with the Clippers. The Clippers will kill us every time. And honestly, the Mavericks, the Mavericks gave us so much trouble. Now the Mavericks uh, the are a day. solid
0: team. They've got Porzingis and yeah. Doncic. Is that how you say his name? Yep, Doncic. 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 Yep. Man, these names are ridiculous. Uh, but anyways, do you think the Mavericks are a serious threat at all?
2: I, I don't think they're a serious threat yet. I okay. think they're going to be a tough out, maybe six or seven games, whatever, yeah, whatever round they go out. But I don't think they're NBA contender yet. Okay. Uh, at least not yet. Yeah, I think uh, they
1: need one more piece. I feel like. I, I thought Jason Terry's
0: still there.
2: No. No, he's
1: not. There's no way. <laughs> but uh, I saw him in, in a walker the other day.
2: <laughs> in the game that they played the Rockets, man, another Michigan guy, Trey Burke,
0: mm. he went My off man. on us. 34 he, he points.
2: Eight of ten threes. The dude mm. was just – he hit seven in a row. He was just killing us. I was a
0: freshman in college that year that uh, Michigan went and played Louisville. Or no, that was a different season. Um, or was it that year? I don't remember, but whatever. The year that Trey Burke went off through that, through that, uh, yeah, was still even.
1: in the league today. Um, that rookie. And stat. I remember
0: also. every time you'd be playing basketball in the gym, and every time someone took a three, a deep three, it was just so their yell. Trey Burke <laughs> it was almost like yelling Kobe. Interesting. Is the year before I you got there was.
2: Never did that. It's because it was the year <laughs> yeah, before I you got that there. Either.
0: I'm sorry, it might have been you doing it, Jake. <laughs> Very possibly. It, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why I never went Michigan in. Michigan boys. <laughs> Um. Then we have the ACC schedule and the Pac-12. I want to talk about uh, NCAA football. So, James, you want to take the lead on the ACC schedule? Was that you or was sure. that Wes? Okay.
1: Um. But just so you know, all the teams, all the schedules have come out now.
0: Oh, have they? Yeah. Okay. And are they um, all going to be interconference?
1: No. Okay. The Big Twelve is going to play one game out of their conference. Each the rest team is in the conference. They played nine and one out. Okay. Yeah. I think it was the Big 12. Yeah. Um. The ACC is going to do a, uh the same thing, as that they're going to play all in, I think, one team out, and that one team has to be from the same state. Mm. Um, which is funny, because they say Clemson is not playing South Carolina this year. Well, obviously, before South Carolina, before the SEC came out with their schedule. Oh, okay. Um, but... That includes Notre Dame, which I think is so funny because Notre Dame is literally in the middle of the country. <laughs> uh, and yet they're part of the ACC this year. So I don't know if Notre Dame's just going to stay down there. I don't know how it's going to work. Wait. The purpose
0: is to prevent traveling. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know well, Notre
2: Dame's in the ACC in every sport except for football. Yeah. Well, I don't understand that's, that. Maybe that's
0: why. I'm not I'm sure, sure what, what they'll it. do. They might just schedule a bunch of big. See, the Big Ten's only playing Big Ten, though.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Notre Dame's only playing ACC. But oh, here's the are thing. they still
0: going to do that? Okay.
2: Yeah. Maryland is in the big 10. Yeah. Maryland. It's money. It's, money yeah,
0: it's so, so stupid. <laughs> well, anyways, well in other news, we'll see what happens with the scheduling. The pac 12 players have come out over 400 and something players or 300 and something players. And they have a list of demands that must be met in order for them to have a season or else they're threatening to set the year out. Um, we know Good. that these players make a ton of money for the league and there's a very split opinion on whether these players should be paid or not, or um, that's something that's been talked about for many years now. Um, I think that my personal opinion is that they're getting a lot of compensation in scholarships and in weight training and in food and things. Now, I understand that your family may not be getting that money, and it may not be a fair value to what you are worth to the program, especially in football. I actually... An article I read said a university or a study done by personnel at the national college, uh, something association, NCPA national college. I don't remember what it was. Players association. It wasn't players association. I don't think maybe it was, mm. um, and Drexel university, they made a study trying to figure out how much each football player is worth in a fair trade va- or fair market value revenue split. And in the ACC, a player is worth $250,000 in the Big 12, 346. Big 10, 412K. Pac-12, 274K. And the SEC, 392K. So, um, the Big 10's making the most money. At least that's how much each player would be worth based off of what they bring to the field. I
1: wonder how they came up with that. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I like there's a lot of they, math. That's you, a really I'm number. sure you can
0: look it up. Well, you got to think about it. The TV contracts and revenue for By sales. Each player? There's... 60. For each sport and each player. No, no, this is just college players. College football yeah. players. Just football players.
2: Yeah, so if we take, like... Oh, just, just college this is football just players. just football players, correct. Okay, well... No, there. Are,
0: this is where the problem it, comes in for me. Because yeah. what they're saying is for all sports around... uh, All sports in the entire program, right? There are yeah. sports that lose money for the college, you know? So, okay, because what the Pac-12 has said is we want every player to get a 50, or I'm sorry, there should be a 50-50 revenue split. So the school keeps 50% of the revenue for that sport and the other 50% is shared equally among each player. So they wouldn't necessarily get this fair market value that was established by this study. That was just a reference point for me. I'm sure that the money that they would get is probably less than that. Maybe not. I don't know what that exact value would be. But I know that for you would, for instance, be getting Michigan players, right? would receive the same value. The quarterback from Michigan would receive the same amount of money as the third-string defensive back at Nebraska, right? Because it said split evenly among every player for that sport, right? Now, I understand where they're coming from is you're not then paying for performance um, because paying for performance in uh, amateur sports is – you know, illegal in many ways, just like you, a coach can't pay his player to hit home runs in high school and things like that. Right. A coach shouldn't be play, <laughs> buying meals for their players. So I'm just saying that maybe that's why they're going that way. Cause then you're not pay, paying for a performance and you're just giving like a sort of additional scholarship. But to me, doesn't, I just kind of feel like they're already getting paid plenty with full ride scholarships.
1: Uh, I heard a, sorry, Wes, if you want to go,
2: you can go first. no, 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 okay. no, I was just scratching.
1: I was listening to a, it was a swimmer, I believe she was, and she talked about how, you know, she grew up in a pretty wealthy family and stuff, so she never struggled. But she said she was in the same dorm as the football players and she said that there was multiple football players that like they give them money to eat, but they barely give them any money to eat. So like once they got done with their money, they just didn't really these are the people that are like all stars that are like Do they not you know, get
0: money at the the um, do they not get to go to the cafeteria?
1: Uh, I don't know how it worked out, but she was talking about how they always struggled to eat and you know, you're not eating, you're playing football. I mean, you're going to get sick. It's going to happen. So yeah, in this sense, maybe they could give them like a, a credit for food or something. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. I think, I mean, that's essential. You got to have food.
0: Cause to me, I understand that these players are making a ton of money for colleges and I'm not totally against the idea of being paid. Cause I think that, I think what sh- they should be allowed to do, honestly, Ooh, my camera's falling down. Pardon me. <laughs> In my personal opinion i think that they should be allowed to monetize their name right i think if a player is wants to be able to sell merchandise or if he wants to be able to build his own personal brand i think he should be allowed to do that um i see no reason that joe schmo who you know wants to start his own clothing business using his name or sell his own advertisement shouldn't be allowed to do that in my personal opinion um if the school doesn't want to directly pay them, I understand that as well, because I love the idea that amateur sports are playing for the love of the game and playing because they love to play the game and they want to have fun. And personally, that's just, it's not necessarily true because they're already working on their career as they're getting ready for the NFL. But most of amateur sports, the players don't ever go in professionally. And I don't want that to change because of the top you know 5% that are looking at playing professionally. Now, that was only one of their demands was money related. We also have several alt- uh, other demands. I pulled out a few like health insurance for six years past their college eligibility, uh, a racial injustice task force, as well as clarity on COVID um, rules, regulations, and safety implements put in place. What do you guys think about some of those I, demands? I
1: don't understand the health insurance. Why?
0: So they claim that they are risking their bodies for the school and that once they are no longer part of the team, their bodies are no longer taken care of. And they then have to pay all these medical bills from the injuries that may have happened after, the, during, while they were on the team.
1: But they don't have to play. I don't understand that.
0: Yeah, they don't have to play. Um, but there are players who receive, you know, very strong injuries that can debilitate them well past their eligibility time. And they're then paying those bills for years and years and years, especially if that's Injury keeps them from going professional. So I think it's kind of a rare case kind of thing. I mean, you think about the big-time pros, they're able to pay for their own health insurance, of course. But I think this kind of takes care of those lower guys who, you know, the punter got his knee taken out and can no longer kick ever again. And he's not going to get his scholarship for college anymore, nor will he be able to kick in the NFL to pay for that insurance, but he still has to pay for the surgery that he had or whatever, whatever the therapy, I don't know. But it's just one of those things.
2: But they're saying that they want health insurance after college. I'm for six sure,
0: years after their college eligibility.
2: Right, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if a player, like a high-profile player, his ACL, the school is going to pay for that surgery.
0: Yeah, I mean, I tore my, my shoulder and I didn't get my shoulder paid for by my college. We went to Maranatha <laughs> Baptist University. We're not getting nothing paid for as far as injuries. I'm but still paying think, for that. I
2: think a part of it is uh, all three of us being student-athletes at, sur- at one point or another. Uh, you know, we... We we didn't get paid to play, no. you know, and I didn't want to. We're playing for the love of the game, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's, uh, you know, it's it's a different level, of course. You know, they're division mm-hmm. division one athletes, but uh, I'm I'm for, uh, you know, being able to use your name to make money. But uh, you know, as far as uh, as far as schools giving them money, mm-hmm. there's a big thing called Title Nine that's never yeah. going to make that happen. Everyone across the board gets the same amount.
0: I think it would be cool even too that every player whose uh, likeness is used in an ad or a promotional program you know there's ways to calculate like I work in marketing and I know that you can calculate how much business a certain ad generates for you how much does this uh, certain ad how many clicks does that get and then you can translate how many clicks, does it take to get a dollar in sales? So you can know how much a certain ad is making. So, for instance, you could say, if this player's picture is on this poster or in this commercial, or then in they this deserve- Or Yeah, or in this video game, exactly. Or, or if we sell his jersey sale, then you can work out a way that revenue could go to those players at a certain rate. And I think that that would definitely at least help pay for their food and their expenses while they're in college. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I understand where they're coming from. Do I think that the Pac-12 players will sit out if these demands are not met? I do not because simply if they truly do care about their careers and they want to further those careers, if you don't play, you're not going to be drafted. You have to play to be seen. So I don't expect them to actually sit out if nothing happens. I expect that the Pac-12 will make – yeah. I expect that the Pac-12 will meet some of these demands, or at least find some kind of comprom- compromise.
1: I can see, I can see them doing the racial injustice task force. Oh, absolutely, I can see yeah. those two happening. Yeah, for sure. but the
0: financial things—I mean, these colleges make so much money, and they don't want to give it up. Yeah. So now, Jim Harbaugh, though the one of the most highest-paid coaches, is one of the biggest advocates for players being paid. So we'll see. Maybe he could be a, a voice maybe for them. Maybe he can give some of his money to pay. Yeah, him. Maybe he can. <laughs> again. People that have money, they have it because they work hard and they don't give it away. So we'll see.
2: Sounds like capitalism. Anyways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moving on to our NFL power rankings. Now, last week we were going to move into our 17th spot, but we had to stop because uh, a certain someone has their favorite team much higher than the rest of us. So let me go ahead and pull up that document really quick. All right. So at 17th, uh, let me walk through who we have so far. Starting from the bottom, we have the Jaguars, the Washington football team, the Bengals, Dolphins, Lions, Chargers, Giants, Jets, Panthers, Bears, Raiders, Broncos, Browns, Cardinals, Rams. The next team on our list is someone that um, myself, Wes, and Toby would have much further down the list, near the bottom. We have them at um, two, 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 two. Where am I? We have them at somewhere around the 20th best team. But if we look at where James Martin has them, he has them as the eighth best team in the NFL. So James Martin, you need to give statistics and explanation as to why the Falcons are the eighth best team in football in 2020. I'm ready. Okay. Back it up.
1: Okay. So last year, uh, they didn't have two of their offensive linemen; they were out for the season. Okay. They're back. Okay, there are two best linemen: okay. our right tackle and our right guard. So his whole <laughs> right side was destroyed because he had nobody blocking for him. All right. So now starting with the offense, did
0: Matt Ryan have a bad season?
1: No, I mean he never has a bad so season. So no there's
0: not going to be a ton of improvement on that. Then I wouldn't think. Well,
1: no, that affects the run game too. Okay, the
0: run game, sure, sure.
1: Okay, which gets to our run game, Todd Gurley. It's a million times better than Devontae Freeman. A million. I counted. I like, a million.
0: I like how you're working on statistics and uh, believable numbers <sighs> right. here.
1: No, seriously. Todd Gurley is better. Uh, he is better, better than Devontae Freeman. Line.
0: Now, he did uh, not look great last year, but he also wasn't he scored used very so many, much.
1: He scored like a ton of touchdowns. He scored a lot
0: of touchdowns. He's put in, put Which our score.
1: problem is, as a team, is we suck in the red zone. He's going to fix that problem. Okay? You got Julia Jones. Calvin Ridley, uh, you know, they're they're gonna be who they are. They're gonna both probably get a thousand yards and probably I mean, probably not a ton of touchdowns. Lost
0: Austin Hooper, but you did gain your boy. But
1: I think Hayden Hurst is better.
0: I think he's more he's fa- physically talented. He's
1: faster, mm-hmm. he's bigger, and he's stronger.
0: Bigger, better, now, faster, it, stronger. Granted.
1: Huh?
0: Bigger, better, faster, stronger. Is yes. that what you're saying?
1: It, okay. Although Hooper Hooper had a really good connection with Matt Ryan, so I don't know if that's gonna be there for sure. Mm-hmm. But he is bigger, he is faster, and he is stronger. Uh, Than Austin Hooper.
2: Guess we'll find uh, out about his route running ability. Yeah. See, I don't know much about that.
0: He looks solid that. in Baltimore. I mean, he just was behind Mark Andrews is the only issue. You know
2: who else was a great athlete? Stephen Hill.
0: You know who else was a great athlete? David Njoku.
1: I thought I was doing this, but that's okay. Y'all keep going. <laughs> hey, Sorry.
0: you really think we're just gonna let you rank them? How many spots? I'm not higher? done. Ten I spots higher. Caught... You yet. think we're gonna Sorry, let dude. you rank them ten spots higher? and We're not gonna give you grief. You're getting grief, yes, bud. I do. Okay. I would let you talk. Okay, go ahead. All right,
1: and our third wide receiver is Russell Cage, who is very underrated. He is very good. I, I agree. Uh, and he's a sleeper for a lot of people this year. Um, so that's our offense. We're going to improve. Our offensive line got better. We got a better running back. And all around. So our offense is always like top, top eight, top five maybe in NFL. It's What it usually kills us is our defense. But this year, we got Kiana Neal back. Kiana Neal is probably a top – healthy. He could be a top five safety in the NFL. Granted, he's always hurt, Uh, so I'm not going to put too much um, stock in that, but he is very good, and right now he is healthy. Uh, We got Dante Fowler. We haven't had a good pass rusher. I mean, Vic Beasley had one good year, but Vic Beasley really was not very good. Um, So we got Dante Fowler. We got Deion Jones, who I arguably would say is top three middle linebacker in all of football. I'm a little biased, maybe. We got Tack McKinley, Grady Jarrett, who are two of the – Grady Jarrett's – I think he was, he was in the top one defensive players. tackle. Uh, yeah, he's very, very, very good. Uh, he's a big dude. He's strong. Uh, then we got Tack, who feeds off Grady Jarrett. Tack, Tack is still kind of young. Um, he makes some don't forget mistakes. about young Hoku. Can
0: I get there? I'm just saying he's probably the best player on your team.
1: Uh, and then we got Allen Bailey, who's a pretty good defensive end, who's going to be on the opposite side of um, of Dante Fowler. You know, Fowler had been a linebacker for um, uh, L.A. for a few years. and It really affected his play. I mean, he's a natural defensive end that was converted to a linebacker. And now we're putting him back at defensive end. And he's going to uh, hopefully really help the defense. We got A.J. Terrell in the draft this year. People are – maybe he might have taken him a little early. But he's the spot that we need. We needed a cornerback. And if you look at his stats, he was actually really, really good. Um, what have I picked him? Probably not, but I'm also not a scout. Uh, we got DeMonte C- C- Casey, who actually was leading the league in interceptions at one point last year. So he's a ball hawk. He's when he a, got one interception in the first game. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Isaiah Oliver, who is our other cornerback. Who um, He might be our weakest spot, but he's still decent. He's very good. He's solid. Um, I feel like our defense went from like probably bottom half to easily. Actually, we probably we were much
0: improved last year. So, um, so what key? Because their defense was still pretty bad. What? Yes. Just quick sum up. What key pieces have you added that makes you think that they're going to make this big leap this year?
1: Uh, the run stopping of Jarrett and McKinley, and then the pass rush of Dante Fowler. Okay, I think it's what's going to make the difference. Now he, he had all of, day to throw
2: last year. I Everybody. Jarrett and McKinley will have a bounce back season to lead the defense.
1: Well, Jarrett had a good season last year. McKinley did okay. not.
0: Okay. So Grady Jarrett is really the only name I'm super familiar with, and it may just be Dante my, Fowler. I, Dante Fowler. I apologize. Um, it may just be my unfamiliarness with the Falcons. And
1: this is the thing I know, and that's the thing I know the Falcons better than anybody. Right. So and I, I know think that may
0: build into a little bit of bias because you see all the great things they do so much more than everyone else that can get built in there a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the Falcons could be a team that do well. But do I think that they're going to be the eighth best team in football? I do not. But I understand where you're coming from. And look, the Browns think they're going to the Super Bowl every year. So the Browns fans do. So we'll see what happens. You never know.
2: Okay, well, you just hey, put us in the same category as the Browns. I think the Falcons talent-wise are probably up there. Definitely in the top half of the league. I will say that. Uh, the Fal- the Falcons, I said it's Falcons, mm-hmm. right? Okay, mm-hmm. so I would say they're probably talent wise. I would up agree.
0: There, now I think Dan Quinn is be fired personally.
1: I still got yeah. some more to say when you are done.
0: Oh man, so how right. was it done? I, I would just second. say
2: I think Todd Gurley is. Uh, I think he's a shell of, of his former self. I don't. He is. Think he's he's the not guy who he you, once was. I don't think he's the guy you think he will be. Let me just say that. So
0: go uh, I'm I don't think I don't wait. think the Falcons expect him to be who he once was either, though, Wes. But I do think he's an upgrade over Freeman. Especially since Freeman barely ever plays because he's always injured.
2: Same for Gurley. That's true.
1: Okay. So, before I was cut off again, (laughs) uh, if you look at the Falcons last year in the second half, they beat San Francisco. They beat – was it Baltimore? They beat one of the top three teams in the league last year. They beat both of them in the final – when they had to start winning, so Dan Quinn didn't get fired, they started winning all their games. And Dan Quinn's going to start off on the hot seat immediately. And I don't see them not playing for him again. They're going to finish like they finished last year. And the, on top of
0: that... The Falcons did close the last set, not eight weeks of the season beating the Saints and Panthers. They lost the Bucks and the Saints the next two weeks. But then the last four weeks of the season, they beat the Panthers again. San Francisco, Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay. So, so they beat the Saints. One the win Saints against the, the Saints. Saints one week, one win against the Giants. Or, or Niners, I mean. <laughs> 49ers is a good win. Uh, But they did lose six weeks in a row. They lost seven of their first first
1: eight. Yes, they were very bad. (laughs) And that's why once they talked, everyone started talking about, even the owner started talking about possibly. Firing Dan Quinn. Yeah, and -hmm. then that's when they started winning. And related to Todd Gurley, uh, the reason why I think Todd Gurley is going to have a great year is because we have him on a one-year contract. They don't give a care about him. They're going to run him into the ground. Because we don't need him next year. We don't need him. And I I think Todd Gurley is going to have one of his better years. Not not his MVP. Did he win the MVP? That year? Well, that year that he went just absolutely insane. I don't think he's going to have that. But he's going to have way better than he's been recently, I think. So... That's why you're I not, put them up so you're not you're not
0: afraid of if they run Todd Gurley into the ground that he will just fatigue out. Or no, I like him. That's,
2: that's what I think. That's what I think. I think. I think if they try to run him to the ground, he's going to break
0: down. So I think fast. so too. Because that that knee, man. Does I mean, not we don't look even great. know
1: about. He's never hurt his knee. I mean, he just said it hurts. He's he's never a degen- it never actually hurt it. Degenerative. Knee. Yeah, but it's never really affected him. the The Rams just never ran him. He never actually was affected by his knee in the sense of not quality of runs, as far as we know. As yeah, as we know. Okay, I mean, there's always that possibility of not knowing.
0: Yeah. Todd Gurley was used in the run game last year. What the reason that his, goal line run? He had a lot of short runs. He and didn't, and he did not have a ton of passing attempts last year. Which one thing that hurt him last year? I think they should have used him more in the screen game, but I think it's because of his cutting ability that they may not have. He did still have uh, two hundred and twenty carries last year, and only a three point eight yards per attempt. But so, he had a lot
1: of goal line stuff, though. Like it's he true. didn't have a chance to get a yeah, lot. of Twelve yards.
0: touchdowns was was nice. Uh,
1: the, his biggest downfall last year was his receiving. They didn't yes, throw him the ball. They ever. did
0: not throw him the ball very he much. He had the
1: most routes run, top three, and running back, but only Just had like never 50 tossed pitches.
0: it. Yep. Yeah. Well, Which we must we move on. Matt, sorry. All right, we must move on. <laughs> I I understand it's it's a passion thing. We'll get to the rest of our teams eventually. Now, something that. When we originally made this list, the not as many players had opted out of the season yet. So personally, I know we're going to come up on a team here. The Patriots. <clears throat> um, yes, the Patriots eventually. Who I think we I will put lower than where we have them now. But anyways, moving on to our next team. At sixteen, we have the Houston Texans. Now Toby's not here. Uh, I was going to have him talk to Wes about this because Toby has the Texans pretty high still. We know they lost DeAndre Hopkins and they gained David Johnson, who uh, West, James really believes in David Johnson. Now, I also think that Johnson could have a good year. I've kind of come around to James's side of things. I don't see him as being a top 10 running back. I think he has the potential to be there. Um, Do I expect it? No. But he will have opportunity to score and to be a really good running back. Now, West, you have them as the number 20 team on the season. Uh, So why are you so low on them? I know losing DeAndre Hopkins is huge. What else? They did add Brandon Cooks as well, and two David words. Johnson.
2: Well, I guess two words. Bill O'Brien. That's <laughs> why. Not the
0: smartest I mean, it's, cookie.
2: It's like the the O threw me <sighs> off. Bill now, O'Brien is an, the worst GM in the history of sports, number one. Number two, he's not the worst coach ever, but...
0: No, the it, worst it, GM uh, in the history of sports is the Cavs GM. Uh, what's his name? Um... Dan, uh, anyways, the guy who pretty much forces LeBron out and all the stars in his team always forces him out. He is the worst owner ever, that, uh, or GM, I should say. Well, anyways. he's the owner. Dan Gilbert's the owner, not Dan the Dan Gilbert, GM. yeah, okay, never mind. He switches GMs like every
2: four Continue. years. Continue, Wes. So, I, Bill O'Brien, is he's...
1: I have a question for you, Wes. Yes. So, if you had the option of just... Hear me out. If you could have... David Johnson and Brandon Cooks
2: on your team, or Hopkins. You would take Hopkins?
0: 100%. I would
2: 100%, no question. I Give would me too. the top, the best receiver in football versus a running so, back who may or may not be... Okay, he, top, three, top I would, three.
0: I would I would argue three. he's the most talented receiver in football. Julio Jones is great, but when it comes to ability to catch in, in uh, traffic, no one's better.
2: In debate for the number one receiver, mm-hmm. I would say... You know, there's Michael Thomas, there's Hopkins, there's Julio. But anyways, give me him over David Johnson. Okay, y'all y'all are high on him. I'm telling y'all he's going to break down. I'm telling y'all. I, and they're, they're going to be looking for running backs on the scrap heap. I'm
0: I would absolutely you. take Hopkins over the two of them as well, especially considering Cook's uh, uh, concussion history and David Johnson's recent injury history and lack of performance in Arizona. You just have a guaranteed – top receiver who is one of the most dynamic players in football and you give him up for a very expensive running back who has a lot to prove since he's been injured and a very injury uh, prone receiver who is a huge step down from uh, Hopkins especially now say you're the Falcons and you have someone like Calvin Ridley behind uh, Julio Jones to me that would make way more sense right if the Falcons would have done the same thing, it would have made way more sense to me because you bring in Julio, or Calvin Ridley and um, what's the third guy? Gage. Yeah, Russell Gage as well. And that would have made a lot more sense to me to have David Johnson and Brandon Cooks there. But when you have Will Fuller and um, Kenny Stills as your next two best wide receivers and you're giving up DeAndre Hopkins for that, don't get me wrong. Will Fuller is extremely talented, but there is not a more injury-prone player in the NFL. And you just add in another injury prone player what can you expect as consistency of a lineup goes for these guys you're really banking a lot on guys who have not proven themselves to be healthy and consistent to now be healthy and consistent so i totally agree but i I do think that they have a lot of talent wes
2: if if they can stay healthy if 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 is like potential it's what what you haven't given me yet you know Mm -hmm. will fuller is injury prone he's going to get hurt at least half the season Brandon Cooks could potentially get hurt half the season. Randall Cobb, washed up. They just gave him a three year $27 million contract.
0: I don't know if he's washed up.
2: He is washed. Okay. He's been washed for years who? now. Randall Who'd you Randall, Randall, Randall Cobb. I mean,
0: he's he is I think that he's he a, is, a nine million dollar player. He's not he is slow. He's no. a slot receiver who will be open as slow. your third as your third check down guy. He's not okay. he's not you're not paying him to be your star.
2: Okay, so let's let's move on from receivers. Tight end is, uh, I mean, Darren there's Fels. some there's some young guys. There's okay. Aaron I like okay. Atkins. Mm-hmm, me too. Uh, okay, yeah, they they had 300 receiving they're, yards. They're right. not I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying, I'm, Yeah, yeah,
0: we're just saying. Yeah, the sure. I'm,
2: I'm on your side here. No, yeah, and I and Tonsal, I agree. Yeah, so you know the offensive line is improved. We'll see if they can stay healthy. Titus Howard on the right, Larry McTuns on the left. Okay, defense. Yeah, we got JJ Watt. He is regressed. He is regressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's had a few. He's had a few sacks last year, but he has he has regressed big time. their Their defensive Their defensive backs are just the the worst group. Like we we're picking up guys <laughs> as people were cutting them last year and throwing them on the field. Like Vernon Hargreaves, he got cut. They threw him out here. They traded Don't. a second round pick for Garyon Conley, who they who the Raiders were going to cut. Like. Just terrible defensive backs we've picked up. You can't name a safety because they're bringing in guys from the Browns. <laughs> and the the linebacking group isn't any better. So Okay, so.
0: Don't get me wrong. I don't think that the Texans are some great team. I think we have them, actually. We have them at 16. I think we've got them at the right spot. Uh, you
1: think the Falcons would lose to the Texans?
2: <sighs> I had the Falcons higher. Okay. Just so you know. I, just, I would give it to the home team.
0: 17th. I'd give it to the home team. Deshaun Watson you know, is an amazing talent. They both have that, shaky defenses.
2: That is the one bright spot. Deshaun Watson is going to make up for a lot of Bill O'Brien's. I think, I think it'd months. be a
0: high-scoring game, and it would go to the home team is who I'd give the edge to.
2: My one fear is if Deshaun Watson gets hurt because Bill O'Brien has made all these stupid moves.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's Watson's going to have to do a lot on his own. Exactly. When does Watson's contract end?
2: This year, isn't it? Is it this uh, year? Well, he came in the same year as Mahomes, so he's got – He's got the fifth-year option, and then they could franchise If that. I'm Watson,
0: I'm, I'm like, look, hey, Phil Belichick, don't don't worry about tanking for Trevor Lawrence because as soon as I'm done, I'm coming to you, buddy.
2: Hey, oh, just so you all know, the Vegas odds for the 2021 Patriots quarterback, Deshaun Watson has the best odds. Amen,
0: brother. <laughs> just <laughs> Amen. so you know. Man. I will take I like that it. happily. <laughs>
2: Let's be honest, if they get a number one pick, they're going to trade it away, and they're
1: going to go get somebody from God knows where (laughs) and still win the Super Bowl. (laughs) I'm
0: okay with that. Let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. All right. Next on the list, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, who, Wes, you think are the number eight team in football. Now, I understand uh, that Carson Wentz is a great player, and Zach Ertz is a great tight end, and Miles Sanders had a great last few weeks of the season. Outside of that, give me a second, James. Outside of that, I don't see a lot oh, of bright spots the for these cut guys. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see a lot of bright spots for the Eagles. James, what are you going to say? Do you? Would
1: you change your standings now that all the injuries and stuff that have happened recently? In oh, the- if I had to
0: – it took me a long time to do this. I'm not going to change it. Um, I would move the Patriots lower because of all the players that they have sitting out. Their defense is going to be what it was. Um, I would probably move the Eagles even lower. But Alshon Jeffrey, probably going to be on the pup list for six weeks. Oh, was um, hurt anyway. Yeah, and also Marquise Goodwin opted out. Not that he was some amazing stud.
1: But he was right. someone that – Yeah,
0: but I just see the Eagles the being really limited, and I don't see them as the number eight team in football.
2: Well, I, I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz. Now, if he can stay healthy, we'll see. But
0: uh, I, I know, love Carson Wentz too.
2: Yeah, they brought in Jalen Rager. Uh, Which we'll I see. love.
0: I yeah, like him great, for next year. Receiver. Rookies uh, take time see. to develop in the NFL. Not receivers. Receivers have been better, though. Receivers have been better. Last year was an anomaly.
2: Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I love Zach Ertz, love Dallas Goddard. They brought in Darius Slay at cornerback, Mm -hmm. uh, which is going to be a big help. They're going to have, you know, they got that, uh, I believe they have someone else at corner who's very good. Uh, You know, they're bringing back, um, what's their defensive tackle?
0: Uh, Oh, he got injured last year. Fletcher Cox. Yeah, Yeah,
2: Fletcher Cox was. Battling injury last year, I think that's going to be big. So I, I just see, I see a lot of talent, and I think if they're kind of, they were decimated by injuries. They were decimated by injuries. They had, they but had a, coming a guy,
0: into the year still decimated though. West.
2: Well, their their number one receiver last year was an undrafted rookie free agent from Houston mm-hmm. who was a quarterback in college. Yeah. Like now, now they're bringing, they're able to bring in more players. I think, I just think they're a stronger team. I think they're a strong team.
0: We'll see with
2: a, with a strong quarterback.
0: I. I do like a Carson great coach. Wentz and a they great coach. they do have a great coach and I do like Carson Wentz. I just don't think that they have the overall team necessary to be a top 10 team this year. Um I see a few teams that are much more well-rounded. I would put the Colts and Titans above the Eagles who have really well-rounded teams. Now, do I like the Colts and Titans quarterbacks more? No, but their overall team is better than Carson or is better than the Eagles. next on our list, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers who we were all in pretty much perfect agreement with where I think the Steelers should go right here at number 14. Um, They have Ben Roethlisberger coming back, which could really help. It it will help them. They had Devlin Hodges and uh, what's the other guy's name? Mason Rudolph last year. Two of the worst quarterbacks we've ever seen on an NFL field. And they won or they got a wild card. No, they did not make a wild card. But they were no. nine. And, they were nine and seven. They were one was. game out of the wide. They were a yeah. game away. Nine and seven when no, literally no quarterback. Um, hey, put some respect on Duck Hodges' name. But Duck Hodges, Minka wow. Fitzpatrick led an amazing defense last year. Yeah. I think and, he should have
1: been running for MVP. Honestly, yeah.
0: And they're going to continue to have a great defense this year. And Ben Rothsburg coming back, I think we'll see a big resurgence from Juju Smith Schuster. We should as well see a solid season from Deontay Johnson. Some of those other receiving options. And I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers will be a really good team this year. I think they boy, may be the reason... Devin Bush. I love Devin Bush. And I think they may be... Another Wolverine went to them this year as well. Um, I think they may be the main reason that the Browns don't make the playoffs this year. Because I think the Steelers are going to be really solid. So
2: We might be a little too low on the Steelers. Obviously. Yeah, I think
0: we they very could well be could be. We could be. Some um, people
2: hate James Conner, but...
0: I, I, I hate James Conner. I hate him just because... He destroyed me in fantasy football one year. I I vowed to never uh, say anything good about him because of that. Now, he also saved me one year, so I don't know why I hate him so much. When Le'Veon Bell opted out, I made a great trade to get James Conner, got me second place in the league. The next year, I'm like, all right, James Conner, I'm drafting you this year. And he just destroyed me, just destroyed me. It was I went James Conner, Joe Mixon. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> um, You got anything to say on the Steelers before we move on, James?
1: No, just – I mean, just – Everything we said.
0: Okay, cool. Next is a team that I'm really high on this year. I have them as the number seven team, and so does James this year. Um, wait, nee, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, number seven, seven or eight. Um, we is the Indianapolis Colts. Now, Wes, you don't believe in the Colts, do you? And no. is it because you hate Philip Rivers? Yes, it is. Okay. Now, Philip Rivers, uh, honesty, I like. He it. has yep. some skill. He has his whole career, and he also can throw a ton of picks. Now. If you ask me, he has moved to a much better team in the Colts. He has a good offense, the best offensive line in football. T.Y. Hilton starting Who's injured. Hurt? He is hurt. <laughs> but he's got Paris Campbell and other guys behind him that I have faith in as well. As well as having Jonathan Taylor and um, uh, Marlon, Mack. Marlon Mack at running backs. And uh solid tight end core as well. I think you don't, their you don't like Austin
2: Eckler? You don't like Austin Eckler? I do. Or no, Keenan Allen or Mike th- Williams? And, or, I think those the offensive guys line got, is what killed him the there. The
0: offensive line is what makes a huge difference to me because – Phillip Rivers had good like fantasy football stats last year because he threw the ball a ton and had tons of yards and touchdowns because he just was constantly throwing because no one could run the ball because the offensive line was so terrible. I think in Indianapolis, he's going to have a much more balanced attack and ability to read the field, not just have to chuck it while he's falling on his butt the whole time. I mean, you see how much he's running, just throwing it sidearm as he falls backwards I think and throws a pick.
1: I, I think having the good run game is going to – I mean, I think mm-hmm. they're going to – I think they're going to – Remember Seattle when they were so good, they did a 50-50 run pass? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see that happening.
0: I think that they're going to have the talent at running back and offensive line to be able to run the ball a lot and not have to manage – or not have to rely on Phillip Rivers so much, Wes. And they've got y'all a solid know, defense too.
2: The solid defense. Y'all know, y'all, their only hope of making the playoffs is – Benching Philip Rivers and starting Jacoby Brissett—that's
0: their, that's <laughs> their only Man, vote. you really hate this guy. I really. Like Let, me so. Let me tell you something.
2: Let me tell you. This past five seasons, Philip Rivers is thirty-five and forty-five with the Chargers' defense, which is elite. Ish. Okay, thirty-five and forty-five. Take away this is one season where he went twelve and four. What does that put you at? Twenty-three
0: uh, was and,
2: four. and forty-one. I, the last I didn't say four out of five seasons.
0: I didn't the say guy, he's, he's, an he's an all-star. a loser. He's
2: a loser. <laughs> well, James, so much Phillip goes Rivers loser.
0: So much goes into football besides just the quarterback play.
2: Oh, give me. Get out of it. They, had well, a, they I think that that's something offense.
0: I think that's something you have to look into because You
2: up? And, you just give 20 picks.
0: You give the Eagles I think that you're ranking the quarterbacks here instead of the teams because you give the Eagles oh. a top a top 8 when they have a bad team. And a good quarterback, but then you give the Colts uh, number twenty-two when they've got a great team and a decent quarterback. What that was you their don't record like.
2: last year? Like nine and seven. The I Colts. Think they, I think they get. I think they get worse with Philip Rivers. I you think, think they get worse? As,
0: they add Jonathan I'll, Taylor. T.Y. Hilton comes back, and they get and they get worse. T.Y. Hilton's hurt. He'll right. he'll play most of the season. Okay. T.Y. Hilton.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just wow. it's a mild hamstring
0: pull, mm-hmm. which. Well, I guess we'll just have to de- agree to disagree on this one.
2: Now um, they'll probably get second in the division. They might get second in the division. I have the Texans a little higher just because I don't like Philip Rivers at all. Now, I may be a little biased because I hate Philip Rivers. I think he's an awful quarterback. I think, quarterback. I think
0: you yeah. hate him. I, I, I'm not. I agree fan. with you there. He's a, he's
2: a loser. He's a punk, and I think that what did he guy, do to you? I don't did like his demeanor on the field. He's, he's 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 a punk on the did he field. Say something
0: about your sister. Hey, watch him out Whoa, I didn't even say anything (laughs) Yes, he did (laughs) I I just don't think he's a winner Alright, okay I understand you don't like Phillip Rivers Um, The
2: same reason I didn't like Jay Cutler Not a winner
0: Whoa I don't know about that Some bold accusations I I don't know what I did But I somehow erased Or someone erased Wes's ranking on the Patriots Was it you, Wes? No It disappeared It It Disappeared Disappeared
2: no, I had the Patriots at uh, 11.
0: 11? Yep. Okay. Um, so I had them at 9. Tobes had them – or Wes had them at 12. And Toby had them at 16. Them at so 16 was lower What did than I
1: have them at? Did you say Wes is it me?
0: James, you had 12. Oh, you're so dumb. Did I say Wes? Yes. i oh, sorry. Um. Anyways, we all had them around top 10, and I think that that would have been really well, really a good spot for them had not eight players uh, opted out of the season already, including... um,
2: Would you say eight important players, too?
0: Some of them, yeah. Not all of them. Uh, But we have some really solid players that, and almost all of them on defense, that have decided to opt out of the season. So I think that's really going to hurt our defense. I think a lot of young guys are going to have to step up if we're going to be staying in games because the strategy for me was going to be hold people to 14 or less points and hope that Cam Newton can get us around 21-24. And I think that that's just not going to happen with all these guys opting out. Um, now we still have Stephon Gilmore, Cam Newton, Julian Edelman, uh, shaky, shaky tight end situation. And really past Julian Edelman, the wide receiver situation is not good. Mohamed Sanu is our next guy up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then we got Sonny Michelle, Rex Burkhead, James White, and Damian Harris at running back, which I think is a really great depth, uh, deep running back core. A lot of those guys are really solid pieces, and they could really use them. And I think if uh, Cam Newton runs the ball, that the running game could really succeed. Um, But I don't see us putting up 34, 35 points a game with all these defensive players sitting out. I think that where we have them right now at the number 12 team is probably a little higher than they should be. I don't think they're going to tank like some people think they're going to do. I think that the team is too competitive. I think Bill Belichick is too competitive for that. And I see them being somewhere around 8-8, eight and 9-7, eight, and seven, maybe at best 10-6 team, unless Cam Newton just decides he's going to be the MVP and just plays out of his mind, which with the offense around him, I don't think that that's really possible. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we have them at 12 right now. After all these players opt out, I say we put them more around 15 probably. Yeah, That's where I would have them. I think they're a, a top half of the league team. Um, no
2: faith in Yellow's first-round pick last year, huh? was receiver?
0: Oh, I love Nikhil Harry. We just haven't seen him do much. He had 12 catches last year because he didn't play very much. Got I personally team. love him. I think that he's going to match up with Cam Newton really well.
1: Yep. He's like a Devin Funchess.
0: Yeah. I think that he's a nice, tall, fast wide receiver that Newton will be able to throw to deep when uh, the, the defense is drawing in because he's scrambling. Or maybe he does a read option or something where he fakes it off and maybe does a fake uh, draw play or something. And it'll leave that one-on-one coverage for Harry where he thrives. Because Harry's route running is not the best, but his ability to catch in traffic is up there with the best of them. So I think that, that could be a really uh, solid play for the Patriots this year. Um, I didn't bring my laptop today, Wes, so my phone is just bouncing on the back of my monitor. And I just keep thinking it's just going to fall. But it's staying up there. It's a trooper. Uh, next on our list is James' second favorite team, we have the tennessee titans now we all were almost in perfect agreement with where we have them here at number 11. Um, i had them as the eighth best team james had them as the uh, 11th best team
1: no that can be right i am one behind the falcons oh, i'm one sorry of the of the i'm falcons. sorry
0: toby had them as the 11th best team you had them as ninth and wes had them as 10th so we've got them all here around 10 11. And I actually was the highest on them. I think the Titans are a really well-rounded team. One of the best defenses, one of the best coaches, I think, in Mike, Mike Vrabel. Um, he's looking like a really promising young coach. And um, wide receiver core is it's all right, not great. But they're just a really uh, well-run team. I think it's team. pretty good, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. But they're just a well-run team, and they've got really no holes, if you ask me. Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry both getting re-signed. Uh, I expect them to do great things, at least make the playoffs. Their division's tough, I think, this year. Um, But I expect them to get in either as the division favorites or the wild card, in my personal opinion, especially with seven teams. Originally, I was going to have a hot take that because of the AFC parody that the Titans might not make it. But I was like, not with seven teams getting in. They're definitely making it in.
2: I think the one, if we're taking devil's advocate, is uh, Tannehill had a great season last year.
0: This team is built for Tannehill.
2: Yeah, no, I oh, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm taking the devil's advocate, though, if I'm taking the other side, I'm saying Tannehill, uh, you know, maybe maybe he's a one hit wonder. Maybe he's a one season kind of like a, he got hot for a short for a shorter period of time, kind of like a Nick Foles.
0: And, yeah, that I mean, could be true. true. Um, I could he, he was see actually that. pretty good in Miami, though. I mean, he was. He just had a situation. bad team in Miami, man. Yeah. His whole I, career, I, I he would had agree a bad team. I would agree with
2: that. I would agree. I'm just saying,
0: if I you mean, had to do something, he's you. not
2: a he's not a backup. He wasn't a backup. I mean, he wasn't a starter for a reason. And then, yeah, he got hot. Now, I think he's a very talented quarterback. Going back to Texas A&M, very talented player. Very good mm-hmm, athlete. Mm-hmm. I think...
0: Isn't it nuts nice how many Texas A&M players end up being starters in the NFL? Yeah, Texas no, A&M I think, in Oklahoma.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's, it's... If he's a great quarterback, he would have been starting right away. Mm-hmm. And I just think... I think he could be. I just I don't have a lot of faith in him right now.
0: I mean, he took over pretty quick for a guy who had been cemented as a starter for many years in Tennessee. Um, and he was a starter in Miami. So I think that I think Ryan Tannehill is a, the real deal. And I think that the Titans will continue to make the playoffs this year.
1: I think they will as well. I mean, Next. anybody could probably do good in that situation, though. I honestly. agree. I but agree. I, I like Tannehill, and mm-hmm. I like how his connection with A.J. Brown is right now. So mm-hmm. that's why I have them so high.
0: Next, well, we Garrett have Andrew. at number 10 the green bay packers which again is another team the west you're really low on um we all have them up around i've got them at six myself and uh, james ha- or toby have them at six james you have them at nine and Wes, you have them down at uh 15 so you're not you're five spots lower than the rest of us nine spots lower than i am so why do you have them so low
2: I just think they didn't. You know, if you're not getting better in this league, you're getting worse.
0: I mean, they and had I, the worst draft ever. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> they agree. They, I mean, what they needed to improve was their defense, and they went for a backup quarterback when they have the most talented quarterback and a backup well, running back. One of the most two, talented quarterbacks. Yeah, football. when
2: they're when they two best players. And I mean, maybe not, but uh, Adams is better than Aaron Jones. Right, uh, right. Aaron Jones did score like 18 touchdowns last mm-hmm. year, but but so they went quarterback and running back first, second round. Now,
0: <laughs> so uh, stupid. I,
2: they, <laughs> They didn't draft one receiver.
0: They literally could have said, me. Hey, Jake, come draft for us. And I would have done a better job. I've gotten the <laughs> first thing I've done is get him another receiver, a slot guy to compliment Devonte Adams. So Aaron Rodgers is someone to throw to and then defensive line. I would have just been boom, boom, boom. And they'd be like, Oh, Hey, thanks. Great job. And now they have a backup quarterback and a backup running back. So, so stupid.
2: Yeah. Uh, now I, I just, I think they're, I think they're an okay team, but they didn't get better. I think Rodgers is still a pretty good, very good quarterback. You know, uh, but I just think the Vikings are just better, and Well, I think the
0: Vikings are better too.
2: But uh, you know, I I'd have them slotted a little higher now. Now that uh, the Patriots, you know, that that all happened, but mm-hmm. um, I just have a few teams I I believe in a little bit more that sure. I think got better. I just don't think they got better. I think they're still solid.
0: They did not get better. I would agree with you. They are the same team that they were last year, but they were a pretty darn good team last year at twelve and four, I believe. Granted, I they won. Wanna-
1: I think that was a nominally. I don't they, think they're going to be as good.
0: They won a lot of games by one score. So mm-hmm. usually that regresses. I expect right. them to be more like an 11-5 right. or 10-6 and six team. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is still one of the most talented quarterbacks in football. And he can make things happen. And I, I do like uh, Matt LaFleur. I think he's a good coach. I do like him too. Yeah, and I think that after – in his second year, that could be one of the things that makes them improve. Or uh, make usually them the second year for a coach <laughs> helps him get better.
2: Unless they trade Aaron Rodgers.
0: Which, Who knows? Who honestly knows? Uh, okay. All right. That is it. That was our number nine. Oh, no. We have one more team. One more team. At number nine, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Now, James, you are much lower on the Minnesota Vikings than the rest of us. Myself, Toby, and Wes all have them right here at nine. You've got them down at uh, 14, which isn't terrible. But what? why wouldn't you have them as a top 10 team?
1: Uh, it's their offense. Um, they Losing lost. digs? Digs, yes. I think that's big. And then... Um,
0: I love you know, Cook and Madison.
1: Uh, I do too. I love Cook. But Cook is also injury prone. Uh, but we're going to talk even about Even if injuries. Cook
0: gets injured, though, I think Madison's a great replacement. Back.
1: But I don't think Madison's as good as Cook is, and I think that's mm-hmm. why it's going to be great. His yards
0: per carry is higher.
1: So, so is uh, Gus Edwards, but you don't see him starting.
0: Hey, I didn't say he shouldn't. I think uh,
1: Texas should <laughs> train for
0: Gus Edwards. Gus that's Edwards is a back who has been stuck behind great running backs for years.
2: It'd be an and upgrade he's... over David Johnson.
0: Ooh. Boom. Hat you take. watch your mouth.
1: All right. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, they don't have a – I mean, I, I love love Justin Jefferson. I love him.
0: What about Adam Thielen?
1: As a number two. Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to be – I mean, he's going to be nothing compared to Dixon this rookie season. I don't think. Okay. Um, And I think Thielen's going to get double covered, and it's going to – Thielen's a natural slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to have to play outside. Do you say that because he's white? No, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, granted, I mean, I don't know what they lost on defense this off season. I think it was mostly focused on the fact that I think Diggs keeps them – I mean, maybe I put him a little too low now that I think about it. Uh, but it's there, and I'm not going to change it. But have
0: got to stand your ground.
1: Uh, I think the fact they lost dicks is going to kill them. Okay. Interesting. Her, I, I'm not a fan of Kirk Cousins. I mean, I know he does good and does bad, does good and does bad. He loves Jesus, man. That doesn't affect me at all when it comes <laughs> to football, but I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, so that's why I put them so low.
0: All right. Well, that is going to round out our 17 through 9. Next week, we'll get to our 8 through 1. Uh, we got We dipped in our toes into the top 10 finally we can get to the good stuff and talk some baseball i'm excited we've got a long show so far we're already over the hour mark so hey who cares i'm having a good time you guys got some time to talk a little bit more
1: uh, i have literally nothing to do <laughs> awesome play xbox
0: awesome we'll do that we'll do that some more later too i don't work tomorrow so <laughs> me good to go perfect <laughs> wes with. <laughs> well, my,
2: my parents are here and, you know i'm kind of looking watching the game with them but
0: parents
2: I, i'm having a good time here so. tell
0: mr west wagner senior i said hello
2: uh, we'll we'll do we'll do that. Okay. Here him, James said not to say hello. We I, I don't know your father at all. <laughs> I'm just messing with I've you. seen him once.
0: <laughs> here we go. All right. MLB season is about two weeks deep now. Uh, standings are the Yankees at the top, twins at the top. Oakland A's at the top. Wes Wagner with his hot take of them being the number one team in baseball. They're six and four, so they're not number one. Um, but man, twins have two losses. Yankees only have one. Miami Marlins still the number one team in the NL uh, East after only up. playing three games. <laughs> two <and
1: one. laughs> they're two and one. Now we have the same winning percentage as they no, do. So. No, no, Miami has 6 We just 67. won. We're sixty seven now. Y'all haven't updated it.
0: <laughs> Boom. Oh, I need to hit refresh. Yeah, me too. Darn it. But hey, they're tied among the top of the <laughs> Um So the Braves and Miami are tied at 6-6. Six, six, or, no, um, they're not tied. Stop saying that. No, they're tied, James, until I say otherwise. Chicago <sighs> Cubs at top their division at 8 and 2 with the uh, Cincinnati Reds 5 and 6 behind them. And the Colorado Rockies at 7 and 2 and the number 1 team in the AL West. So, they're a surprise team so far kind of. We all expected them to be a, a wild card contender this year, but Except so far they're beating out the Dodgers. Uh yeah, Toby was was very low on them. Brewers looking horrendous. Yeah. I mean, they look so bad. Christian Jelic, what is he, 3 for 31?
2: Yep, 3 for 34.
0: Oh, my word. Uh, Cardinals, are, they've only played five games. They're 2 and 3, though. Uh, San Francisco, 5 and 6. Not bad. That's a little bit of a surprise for me. Look uh, at the what else here? Philadelphia Phillies, they've only played four games, but they're 1 and 3.
2: Angels and Red Sox.
0: Well, I All knew the Red Sox were going to be bad. That, well, I,
2: it's a, it surprises me how bad they are. Their pitching is you know. horrible. They've, been, they've not only been beaten, they've been...
0: Their run Schmack. differential through 11 games is negative 15, um, which is the only team that is worse is uh, the Mets. Two, the, the Kansas City Royals. Royals and the, the Mariners. Mariners, Pittsburgh. Oh, and the Arizona Cardinals are in minus 25. What Woo! Mets are not oh. at minus 15. The Mets are. Um, Oh, they're at minus 15, exactly.
1: We beat them 14 to 1, one game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, Arizona Cardinals, minus 25. Uh, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, Or Diamondbacks, sorry. The Dodgers are plus 29, so even though they don't have as good of a record as the Rockies, they've been blowing the teams out they've been playing. Kershaw look good. Braves looking good, man. Yeah, They're plus 21 above the rest of of their competition. They started Um, off
1: bad, but they are killing it right now.
0: Good, good for them. Good little Mike's going to carry them, too. Uh, Houston's at a plus 11 wind, er, run differential. Minnesota, yeah. plus 27. Their offense is as good as we thought it would be. Pitching's um, been solid, too. Pitching's Jose. been really solid. Jose Barrios has not been the only good pitcher on that team. Rich Hill, um, Kento It yeah. helps that they play, they've played bad teams. Yep. How's Dawson
1: been doing? I haven't seen his stats.
0: Uh, not great, and then he also injured his calf the other day. It wasn't
2: serious, though. I think he's back in the lineup today. Is he back
0: in today? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, but Nelson Cruz is going nuts, man. Yes, he is. He already has three hits today and has 15 RBI already as well. He was
1: going to be my heat for last week. He was the one I was going to choose. Oh, yeah, for, for MVP guy guy. I 30, 33 for MVP.
0: Yeah, they won 7-3 to three today. Jose Barrios got the dub. Um, he only does have a loss in his first game of the year um, where he pitched quite poorly. So... But Kenta Maeda looked really good against the Indians. Granted, everyone's looked really good against the Indians, so <laughs> there's that. Um. But yeah, there's some surprises. Baltimore, five and three. Offense hasn't looked so bad. Now they're five and three with a negative a minus three win differential. Their pitching's just still not great. Um But they're playing Miami right now, so we'll see what comes out of that. They're
1: beating the crappy of them by the Marlins.
0: Marlins are beating them, huh? Yeah, dude, something about that COVID just makes you stronger. I'm telling you, the Mar- Marlins—that's what I everything. said. Yeah, they're getting juiced, man.
2: Hey, if the Marlins win, they put them back <laughs> in I the wonder, first place.
0: Aren't the Phillies playing against Garrett Cole today? <laughs> I have no idea. No, no
2: Garrett Cole home. pitched. Right. <laughs> Garrett Cole pitched yesterday.
0: Did they play? He played the Phillies though yesterday, right? Uh huh. What was the score?
2: I want to say it was five to one. Yeah, yeah I. One.
0: I did not expect the Phillies to come out there after not playing for a week and to do anything against Garrett Cole. It's like, all right, guys. I know we've been sitting in our hotel rooms for a week here. Let's go hit against Garrett Cole.
2: <laughs> hey, Bryce Harper hit a first inning solo homer, then they did score again. Yeah, sounds
0: about right. So that's about what I would expect. Um, <laughs> yeah. What other surprises outside of just the teams have jumped out to you guys this year so far?
2: I mean, we already said one of them Christian Jelic has mm. been bad, mm-hmm. but Cody Bellinger has been bad too. We're only hitting a buck
0: fifty. Right you know now. who's been good? Mike Yastrzemski for the San Francisco Giants.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: That guy has been out let me, of his world. Let me pull this fella up real quick on baseball reference while you guys talk about some other surprises.
1: I'll say the, the biggest thing I've noticed this year is just the balance in the league. Like there's I mean besides the Yankees, there's no one that's just absolutely destroying the league. You listened
0: to the podcast last week, James? I did not. Oh, you missed a good one. Oh yes it did. Yes it did. Yes Wes, I did. what word did I say about a hundred thousand times? I said <laughs> I, I said parody. So many times because there's so much parody in the league. When you're only playing a 60-game season, these teams are going to keep beating up on each other. It's going to be very even. Um, I mean, you probably could use a better
1: word than parody, but I like it.
0: Parody means evenness. It's literally the best word to describe it.
1: Or you could say evenness.
0: Evenness isn't a real world. Then why did you say it? Because I had to describe it for you, you dumb-dumb.
1: Oh, oh, no, 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 no. This show has gone downhill
0: No, this is great
1: y'all, stuff I leave one week and y'all are angry at everything
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Yastrzemski hitting 333 3 bombs, 11 runs, 7 RBI He's playing really solid Aaron Judge and uh, Nick Castellanos Both of the 6 homers already They're playing really well
2: and I think Cost, or I think uh, on base percentage is like 600 or something crazy like His that. His
0: OBP is 490. It was oh, okay. it was higher before. Yeah, gone it's down. gone down the last couple. Must have over these 40. numbers. These numbers drop after like one game. So yeah. I mean Jose Ramirez was hitting 490 something like two days ago, and now he's hitting below 300. So yeah, I was
1: I was telling you about Freeman how he was like 100 and then he was like 400 and I he's back down to 200. Yep.
0: Um, what about? T- t- Where's my document? I'm trying to find it here. Under the radar MVPs. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So, uh, we should do that. Well, before we do that, let's talk about Rookie first. of the Year, guys. Okay. So, who are your favorites for Rookie of the Year so far? American League, Nate Pearson, and Luis Robert are my top two so far this season. Oh,
1: I think number one's way ahead of both of them. Okay. Who you got? I got Kyle Lewis from Kyle Seattle. Kyle Lewis is
0: playing really well for Seattle. He's playing really he,
1: well. He is, look at his stats. I put I, all three worry. of
0: them together.
1: I have it pulled up right. I think here.
0: that Kyle Lewis is the one that probably regresses more likely than those other two. That's the only reason why. I like I Kyle agree. Lewis. Well, I really. I was agree.
1: doing
2: it based off right now.
0: Of okay, so just done. so far. I would say right
2: now, Kyle Lewis is number
1: sure. one. Sure, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I would agree
2: with uh, that. Three eighty-six.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
2: The funny thing with him, I have him my fantasy team, so I'm I'm enjoying him right now. But he's are you because 17- you're
0: like in eighth place?
2: Well, I'm enjoying his. No one else is hitting, oh, but he's oh, hitting. Oh, okay. okay so okay. he's seventeen of forty-four. And he's got 19 strikeouts. So, the dude is a strikeout or a hit. So, uh, I love that.
0: I so, mean, what's his OBP?
2: A, uh, I mean, his OBP is over 500. His oh, OPS is pretty high. He was hitting 386 as of today, and yeah. then his on-base percentage was at least 500.
0: So, how, how many any stolen bases? No. Okay. Robert Three is dingers. playing a little more even keel. Uh, he's hitting 350 with two homers and six RBI, three stolen bases. Not getting that OBP that uh, Kyle Lewis has, though. So he's not getting walked as much. But R- Robert's having a really good start of the season as well. And so is Nate Pearson as pitcher for the uh, race.
2: Yeah, and I'll throw two relievers out at you. Uh, Blake Taylor with the Astros. You better
0: mention my boy.
2: Phenomenal. And then, yep, James Karinczak. James Karinczak. He's been phenomenal phenomenal as
0: well. If you are a baseball fan, even if you're not an Indians fan, you need to go look up James Karinczak and watch him just like – He struck out Nick Castellanos today on six curveballs. All he threw was curveballs. Strike one curveball, strike two curveball. He threw two balls, and then he threw another curveball that Castellanos fouled out, and then he threw a high curveball at the top of the zone, struck him out looking. I mean, the guy just – It's this nasty, over-the-top, weird delivery. He runs into Wild Thing uh, like Ricky Vaughn did in Major League. And he just gets so pumped up and juice. He's always, like, fidgeting on the mound. There's not a more fun reliever to watch in baseball right now uh, than James Karinczak. So he's kind of
1: like Max Scherzer.
0: yeah, Yeah, he has that demeanor. You know, just pure intimidation, fired up at all times. I love watching him. If you have not watched him play yet... Watch him play. Uh, he had, and he throws in. about 100 miles an hour. Yeah, dude. 97, 98. He can touch 100 if he really gives it everything, but he is wild. Like, he's one of those guys that could just sail one to the fence, uh, the backstop, at any, at any time. <laughs> Ricky. Um, now, will he win the Sia, or rookie of the year? No. he reliever is not going to win the rookie of the year unless he takes over that closer role and gets that insane number of close uh, saves. I mean,
1: Diaz almost was in running for the MVP
0: a few yeah. years ago. So it's possible. It's possible. It's just unlikely. I think that one yeah. of these other guys will probably take it over him. What about MVP uh, possibilities so far? Are you going to do the
1: NL work of the year?
0: Sure. NL, whatever.
2: There's not a whole lot there. There's not I, I don't. I don't have anything really. <laughs> okay, because I didn't really you have anything. You could say Nico Herner for the Cubs maybe. Mm-hmm. But he's The Se- May. second Basin. Yeah. Meh.
0: Nico Horner, yeah. it's open. He's he pretty has much. He a .1 war, so he's hitting 270. Yeah, yeah. But there's guys. no one else, so one else. Yeah. win it.
2: There's no one else. It's wide open.
0: So yeah, not nothing too amazing there. Um, and AL MVP race. Uh, ah, excuse me, MVP race so far. A couple guys that I don't know if you would say under the radar. Um, But Nick Castellanos said when he came to the Reds that he wanted to win the NL MVP. And when he moved there, I first said, look, this is the guy who's led the league in doubles for many years in a row here in Detroit because Detroit has a freaking huge stadium. And the Reds are known for homers. So many of his doubles are going to turn into homers. And so far throughout this first season with the Reds, um, he has six homers and they really are. I think he he hit a sixth one today and his fifth yesterday against a really good pitching staff. So I think that uh, Castellanos could be a sleeper for MVP this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's hitting so well. I didn't even think he was a sleeper. But uh,
0: well, uh, I just mean none of us him picked him uh, before the season started.
2: Right. Oh, I would agree with that. My mm-hmm. uh, NL sleeper. I have I picked two of them. One of them is not really a sleeper anymore. I actually picked him as my top three, my MVPs. But Trevor Story has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not a sleeper anymore. So I have, threw another one out there who's playing phenomenal as well right now. Uh, Wilson Contreras mm-hmm. with the Cubs has been. Uh, hitting and knocking the cover
0: off the ball And right something that will help him is catchers get a lot of added defensive war exactly. um, be- just because of the nature of the position. So if he can provide a lot of war offensively, that could really boost his uh, votes if he has a very high war because of that great defense that he has as a catcher. Yep. Uh, James?
1: Uh, I have two guys. Um, one of am kind of biased probably, but Dansby Swanson. Uh, He's playing well. Finally. He's playing out of his mind. Well, he's playing good last year, and he got hurt.
0: Yeah, but he's just been one of the most touted young players in baseball, and just hasn't really come together for him.
1: Um, he, they've been moving him around the lineup a lot. He's been batting seventh, but they recently moved him up to second, and I think it's actually helped him. Uh, he's batting three thirty three. Is eleven RBIs, two home runs, uh, which is not super great, but I mean, he has shown like not slowing down at all. Like he's not he's not up and down, up and down. He's just been three thirty three pretty much straight mm-hmm. through. Um, and then my other guy is actually was leading in RBIs uh, a couple days ago, but he's not anymore. But that is Donovan Solano, never heard uh, of him from the from the Giants. He's batting four fifty seven, has 13 RBIs. His OPS is above 1.1. Um, he's been the he's lead for power... eight
0: years. He looks about 57 years old. He
1: does. He does, but he doesn't. <laughs> he uh, doesn't have a ton of power. It seems like,
0: but listen to his his position. Re- list on baseball reference it says second baseman pinch hitter and shortstop <laughs> how does pinch hitter be listed as one of your positions That's uh, too funny but yeah he has a half game more already through eight games 457 batting average geez how have i not heard of this guy
1: i didn't hear i was watching uh listening to the giants game one day and they were just talking him up. i was like i'd never heard of this guy and i looked it up no like, this guy is pretty good
0: you don't legitimately think this guy has a chance? No, at under, I
1: mean, you, it's a shortened season. I mean, the segment says under
0: the radar MVP.
1: Well, that's well, he's up there. I'm saying right now,
0: It's just like an ant not appearing on a radar because he's so under the radar.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you are so dumb, James. He's brain. not
0: winning the MVP.
1: You never know what's going to happen. There's only no. 60 games. He ha-
0: he's played the. He's been in the MLB for eight years. And he has a career 1.9 WAR. He's not winning the MVP.
1: I didn't. I just said under the radar. He's in a candidate. He's got to be in there. All right. All right. Okay. All
0: right. He all has started. He has started hot. I will give you that. AL. American League. Go ahead. You guys start off with it.
2: I'm gonna go last in this one for sure. Okay. Because it connects uh, to my thing. So I'll go. I'll go first. So the first one's gonna be expected from y'all two. Uh, but I have two of them. So number one, Michael Brantley. Mm-hmm. He has been on fire to start. He's hitting about 450 mm-hmm. batting average. I OB- would
0: love to see Doctor Smith. OBP is over
2: 500. He's locked in. He's gotten multiple hits pretty much every single game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one thing he's, you know, under the radar. So he's behind Judge and the homers and you know all that stuff, but uh, I've, you know, he's if he hits 370 380, I wouldn't be surprised this year in a short season cuz he's locked in. Uh, the other under the, uh, guy under the radar probably y'all don't, y'all don't have is a pitcher who's pitching very well right now, Garrett Cole. He's 3-0. He's uh, in this first three games, 3-0. and And he's striking out guys, low ERA. Um, if he wins <laughs> 10 games in a shortened season, we could have to be up there.
0: Um, and I think that you bring up very solid players. Uh, Michael Brantley, I would love to see it. I think Judge has a really good chance at it. He's definitely not under the radar with the way he started the season. Um, one thing that I think could be interesting is having J.P. Crawford. Um, now, we've seen we've seen the Seattle Mariners start off hot before, um, but he is getting out on base at an insane rate and playing an insane defense. He's really playing really well. Now, this is similar to James' pick. I don't expect him to win the MVP, but if he continues to get on base as much as he is and continues to play the defense that he has so far, he could be one of the top players in baseball this year. As well as D.J. LeMayhew, um we saw him have an amazing season last year, and I think that he can replicate that this year and be a under the radar type guy as well. Now, it is time for this week's edition. Wait, oh, not yet. Not yet.
1: You're so overzealous, man.
0: I was trying to get you set up, man. Uh, well, I got it. I get excited, James. Uh. <laughs> All right, James. Who you got?
1: Okay. Well, this is gonna. Uh, I'm just going to say who it is. Okay, so you're going to not agree with me probably again.
0: More than likely. that's
1: pretty far under the radar, but I think this guy does have a legitimate chance of being up there at the end more than the other guy. Uh, it's Han- Hanser, Hanser Alberto uh, from the Baltimore Orioles.
0: Hanser Alberto.
1: Hanser Alberto. <laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. But um, if you look at last year, he actually had a, a very good year last year, like batted over 300. uh great defensive tell, him, uh, tell the base.
0: listeners who he plays for
1: uh, the Baltimore Orioles mm-hmm. it's like that Charles Barkley who he play
2: for
0: who he play for
1: uh, right now he's fourth in league in average at 429 um, two dingers uh, two dingers five RBIs which is RBIs is not super great Well, uh, they're not going
0: to be playing for Baltimore
1: yes um, his OPS is pretty high uh, I don't have his full stats pulled up in front of me on base
0: percentage 459 OPS 1.145
1: his slugging six six eighty six. He's pretty hot.
0: He's hitting some extra base hits, getting a lot of doubles. Looks like.
1: Yeah, so he's not only hitting, but he's also not striking out. He has struck out three times this year,
0: mm.
1: which is really good. Uh, I mean, you're getting on base and you're not striking out, and that's a recipe for a, a great season. Um, now, do I think he's going to regress? Obviously, he's going to regress, but I think that um, I think he legitimately is a MVP candidate. Now, maybe not like up there with Cole or you know. These upper guys, like that are just like judge right now, but I think mm-hmm. he, I think he'll be in the running if he just stays hot, and I think he's, I think he's good enough to do it. Right. I like him a lot. I am huge on him. I, if you notice, I have him in both my fantasy leagues, but that's not what's important here.
0: No, it's um, not. So, I, so, we yeah. agree on that.
1: I'm glad we can agree on one thing today. Okay. All right. So okay. Now so,
0: if I am correct. Then that leads us into this week's edition of High Heat. Now, James, you've told me a little bit about what you've got planned for today, and I think you're a little crazy. Uh, Maybe not as crazy as West, because eight teams do get in the playoffs from each league this year. But James, what do you got for us? I
1: like crazy. I have. (laughs) There are. Year's already been crazy, but I honestly believe that the Baltimore Orioles will make the playoffs.
0: Now, you did not have them in the playoffs in your preseason prediction, correct? No.
1: Okay. And I've changed it because, well, I mean, you got to look at the season. Like, we had the Giants and last, uh, the Orioles and last, uh, the Tigers and last. They're all doing pretty good.
0: And usually, that wouldn't be of any note. you say, oh, we're 10 games into the season, yes. or 12 games in, and it's, it'll regress. But that's a sixth of the season already, or a fifth even sometimes. So, yep. so yeah, it's crazy. Explain yourself, it, please.
1: It is crazy. Okay. So I looked at their stats and I'm a big, huge fan of, for, I think a recipe for winning is not, this may shock you, Jake, because I always talk is about it? strikeouts. Oh. It's not striking out and getting on base. Um, Cause if you do those two things,
0: uh, good stuff's going to happen. The old money ball philosophy. Just get exactly. on base. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So I looked up Baltimore stats right now. Okay. Now, granted, we are 10 games into the season. Um. So it could change. But right now, I'm just going to go through all this stuff. Uh, they're Okay, let me start with their pitching. They're pitching, every pitching category, they're like directly in the middle of the league. Uh, so they're not going to blow anyone away with their pitching. In fact, the reason why they're pitching, I mean, their uh, run differential is so bad is that they got blow out. They got blown out a couple times in the season, and they're barely they were barely winning games by like two or three. They lost thirteen to two to like,
0: Boston to start the year. Yes, and then um, they lost nine to three to the Yankees.
1: Yep. Yeah, so that's already a negative 11-17 right there mm-hmm. in two games. And they're winning five four. They won five one. I mean they're pretty they're pretty balanced. And granted, uh, even though they're losing to Miami right now, they have. At least seven more games against uh, the Dolphins.
0: Their two, three, four,
1: five hitters. I know what you meant.
0: Their two, three, four, five hitters are all hitting above 280. Hans Roberto hitting 429. Jose Iglesias is a
1: stud. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Jose Iglesias is hitting 526. (sighs) Vegas odds right now have them at a 29% chance to make the playoffs. Eight teams do get in the league. Um, Every division will have. At least three teams make the playoffs except for one. Now, James, do I think the Baltimore Orioles will make the playoffs? No. Let me finish. But go ahead, continue.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, so hitting, they're they're kind of in the middle of the pack, but they've also only played eight games. So they're a couple games behind these other people, um, these other teams that are ahead of them. Uh, With the only eight games, they're six in doubles. They are fifth in home runs. They are oh, they're tenth in RBIs, which is not very great. But in base by balls, they're tenth. <laughs> base, base strikeouts, balls. strikeouts. Based strikeouts on balls. They are tied for the lowest amount of strikeouts in the so league. So they're summer.
0: they're putting the ball in play.
1: Yes. Okay. And they based uh, the Red Sox pitching. They've no what? Yeah, they did the, bad the Red, Sox, Red Sox. The Red Sox
0: pitching is who they started against.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did bad against them though. They're they're terrible. Yeah. That they they have played Tampa and New York the other Who five have good games. Good pitching, mm-hmm. they're solid, yeah. Um, for and Paxton. so they're slugging the third and slugging. They are fourth in on base percentage and second in OPS, third in OPS behind the Yankees. And actually, the White Sox lead a crap ton of categories. Um, for that reason, with eight teams going to the playoffs, if you uh, don't strike out and get on base. I, I think you can do enough to make up for some bad pitching. Now, granted, they have horrible pitching.
0: They're averaging think, over five runs a game given up.
1: I think they're gonna. Ha- well, that's because they got. Like I said, they got blowout. Those two
0: games. yeah it will hurt. So it it will
1: inflates hurt. the stats a little bit. I think they're gonna have to get a pitcher. So I mean, I think they're gonna make it. I honestly do think they're gonna make it.
2: So who do you I, think they're gonna they're gonna leapfrog into the playoffs? Because uh, I mean, let's let's go there. We got New York. And Tampa in their division. And then you got Minnesota and Cleveland. And then you got Oakland and Houston. And then maybe Chicago? So and-
0: either Chicago and uh, – chi- well, okay, yeah. So Chicago is one of those teams. Angels are one of those teams.
1: Angels – I don't think the Angels are going to make it. They're, so the Angels Rangers.
0: are the team – Angels and Rangers team you bump. So you're saying yeah. that the AL West only has two teams. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I mean, it
1: could be. It could be the AL Central. I mean, the White Sox could fall off too, but right now it looks like. I mean, the AL West
2: is working rough.
0: I mean, it would be the biggest turnaround that we've seen in a very long time for the how bad the Orioles were last year. If they were to make the playoffs this year, granted, this is the year for it to happen because it's only sixty seasons. Now, do I see it happening? I think the Angels have a much higher chance. <laughs> Of getting in there. The <sighs> Orioles are going to have to play some tough teams this year in that in the Eastern region. they also have to region. play some easy teams. They, like they, have,
1: they are the ones that play the Marlins more than anybody.
0: Yeah, they'll get to play the Marlins quite a bit who are smoking them right now.
1: Yeah, well, you can't win them all.
0: Yeah, and they'll have to play the Yankees quite a bit and the Rays quite a bit. I don't sneeze on the Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays are better than the Orioles, if you ask me. So I think it's going to be tough for them to get there. If there is a year that it'll happen, it'd be this year. But, I mean, let me read you their starting rotation, James.
1: I know. I know. I said their pictures are bad. I'm glad. Wade not in-
0: LeBlanc, Alex oh, Cobb, Tommy Malone, Asher Wojciechowski, and John Means. Their ERAs are over four, just under three is Alex Cobb. Tommy Malone over five, Asher Wojciechowski over seven, and John Means 19.29. Ayo. So it. Which- but It's rough. Okay, It'll drop, of course. It'll drop. John
1: Means will definitely drop.
0: Yeah, he had a solid year last year. He only pitched 2.1 innings, gave up five runs. So
2: Probably somewhere in the 10 range. Yeah,
0: but but it's bad. And their relievers aren't much better either. Um, but I think that I understand where you're coming from. If they can keep getting on base and pull some kind of miracle season, they could get that eight seed. I think a lot of teams are going to be in the wheelhouse or in the area to get the eight seed. Do I think it's the Baltimore Orioles? No. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You're not insane. You're not insane. I'm not I saying think Oakland's going to be
1: the World Series favorites.
0: He, he didn't say a World Series favorite. He said the best record in baseball, which I also uh, think is crazy.
1: Which is even worse. It,
0: it, honestly, I don't, I don't know why I'm <laughs> saying you're not insane. You guys are both insane. That's why this the show Orioles, is so great.
1: The Orioles in the playoffs is just as crazy. So come <laughs> yeah, on. I, come I, on. I do not agree.
0: I would think Obviously. Both, You guys are both crazy. <laughs> Um, but, hey, my hot take a couple weeks ago, Mike Clevenger, is not looking so great these days either. So,
1: But, by the way, Beaver is third for the most strikeouts in three games. Uh, you asked that uh, earlier.
0: He did drop down a bit. He he's only third. a nine today. So, rough day. <laughs> only, get, only getting nine kids. <laughs> Pull that crap together. Uh, He's looking really good. It's exciting to watch. The only thing exciting to watch these days is Indians baseball. Mm-hmm. All right. Next on the dock we have trivia. And then we'll wrap up the show. So, I'm really excited about today's trivia. Uh, I think you guys will really enjoy it. I'm bummed Toby's not here because I think that he would have enjoyed it quite a bit as well. Um, But it is what it is. I mean, you gotta be here if you want to enjoy the great stuff. Um, I custom made all of these questions and I just was as I was going through um, as I was going through things that I like reading about in sports and things that I like to uh, research, I just asked myself these questions. Like, you know what? I wonder what the answer to that is. So I found it and found the answer to these questions, and uh, it'll be fun. So, the way this is going to work is you guys will have potential to get multiple points per question. Okay. And I'll be tallying up your scores throughout the uh, trivia game. And the max that you can get in the entire event is 25 points. Okay.
2: Who was the Indian second baseman in
0: 1982? So in 1984, the Cleveland I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. So this is as of last night, okay? The top six leaders in war, according to baseball reference, so far this season are all hitters but one. Shane Bieber is the only pitcher who's in the top six. He has a war of point nine, and he is tied with five other players. Who are the other top five players in war so far this season? Go ahead and think of five guys or write five names down. Discuss it with each other. You can talk about it. Um, Start listing guys that we talked about. All of these guys, you're going to know their names, and most of them have been discussed even today. So just think about who, what five guys think could be in here. Uh, Max potential of six points. One for if you can name all five, and one extra point if you can name who is number one. No looking at stats here.
1: I'm just pulling up so I can text you it.
0: Oh, text it to me. No, is that wait, what I, we're doing? I don't I just, care. I I, just, I trust. I'm you guys. not gonna remember who I say.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll type mine into. You don't
0: have to text it. You can just. Uh,
2: nope. Texted it.
0: I don't know my. I can't see text. My phone is my camera.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, crap. Well, this will be for me
1: to know, and I'll save it.
0: Ten.
1: Stop, please, nine, please. It's gonna make it worse. <laughs> five.
0: Four. Three. Two. One. All right, fingers up, no more typing, you're done. So we'll see how many you can get. I will mark tallies in my little scoreboard here. So Wes, who are your five?
1: All right. I better do one at a time, so cheat, because I will take two of his.
0: Okay. <laughs> what? No, your answers are submitted, James. I'm trusting I you. I
1: haven't submitted five. You didn't give me a chance to finish my last I two. gave
0: you plenty of time. Well, I told you it was going to take me a minute. Hey, okay, then you only get to answer three. Sorry, you—it's not. You ever watch a game show? They don't give you unlimited time to answer the question.
1: They also don't ask you to write it down.
0: I did. I said I never said you had to write it down. Well, fine, I said if you can just remember,
1: just go ahead. <laughs> okay. I still one of his.
0: All right, James, you go first.
1: Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, first, I have Aaron Judge. Okay. Second, or the rest of them,
2: I have... you want, you want me to go? You want me to, we can alternate. How about that? That's what I said earlier, and he said no. Okay, never mind. Because he said a loser. No, I want James to say all of his first.
1: Okay, go ahead. Uh, I have Matt Chapman, um, Nick... Con- I can't say his last name. I'm Castellanos. I don't want to. You. Castellanos. Uh, let's just go... Um, I hate you so much.
0: Fair. I understand.
1: Uh, let's go Nelson Cruz. I know it's impossible because he's a DH, but whatever. He's
0: been hitting really well. Yeah, but. Okay, one more.
1: Um, let's go. I'm just going to go with somebody.
2: Ursula. I know he's doing really well for the Yankees. But Giovanni Ursella. Yeah.
0: Okay. Ursula. <laughs> and then Wes, who do you have?
2: Okay, I have Judge as well. I have Castellanos as well. Okay. I'm going to go with Kyle Lewis. He's been on fire. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Mike Ostrimski and then Hanser Alberto.
0: Okay, and then who was your respective number ones?
2: Judge. Judge.
0: Both Judge. J.P. Crawford is actually at number one as of last what? night. Yep. Because uh, nice. his his defense has been amazing. He saved a lot of runs already. He's at some diving plays. So J.P. Crawford at one. Mike Stremsky, Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, Shane Bieber, and Dansby Swanson are all tied at point .9. So, Wes, you got two points and James got one on the first question. So I put that on my scoreboard.
2: You know, Castianos wasn't in there.
0: Castellanos is not on there. He struck out a lot. He has hit six homers, but not a ton of hits. Besides that,
1: I thought we were. I thought we said at dance. We had a point five. That's why I did it.
0: Mm. I, I was surprised. I Bates, gave you guys the hint that I, we had discussed. Well, a couple I thought of them you were.
1: Talking, I don't know. I also almost said Mookie Betts because of that one throw, but I didn't know how he was hitting this year. <laughs>
0: All right, you guys already <laughs> brought these players up. Aaron Judge and Nick Castellanos have won the first offensive players of the week awards this season already. At this point, they had six home runs and four home runs respectively. Now they both have six, I think actually seven and six. So judge hit one yesterday, correct? I don't remember. So either way, um, who won the first player of the week awards in 2019? If you can tell me before I give you options, you will get two points per player. After that, you will only get one point per player. Uh, who won the first player of the week award in 2019 for each league?
1: I think I know the A.
0: You can tell me at any point. I'm
1: trying to think of his name.
2: Santana. Dominique
1: Santana, is it? The one from stinking Seattle that was smashing
0: a home run every game.
2: Domingo Santana, that one?
1: Okay, that's who I said, so I'm going to go with it. Okay. I'm not going to guess NL you're, just because. You're not going to say.
0: I I, I'm going to give you, this isn't like a usual. I'm going to give you a chance oh. to.
1: Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Uh. uh
2: Go Goldsmith. Okay. So we can guess without penalties? Yeah, you
0: can guess without penalty.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm just going to throw out Ronald Acuna and... Um, uh, shoot, I don't know. Uh,
0: George Springer. Okay. I can tell you that neither of you were correct on any of them. What that needs me, what I, one of your guys that you mentioned, though, were an option for one of my fake answers, so I do need to change that really quick. Uh, give me one moment here. Who was it? Uh, Acuna. No. That wouldn't have
1: guessed him, anyways. i always- think
2: we could take that one out. <laughs>
1: I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> give me one moment. I have to think of somebody else. There's mm. literally hundreds of people. Oh, you There's can't choose someone ten. in 10 seconds. You're out of here.
0: I'm just trying to think. Jeez, got my back. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. So here are my options for you guys. Tim Beckham and Christian Yelich. Mike Trout and Cody Bellinger. Tim Beckham and Juan Soto. Austin Meadows and Christian Yelich. Joey Gallo and Cody Bellinger. What I will tell you, all of these guys were Player of the Week award winners last year.
2: Wait, so did you go AL, NL every time? Or AL, you, like, NL.
0: I, you have to choose one of the pairs. You have to choose one did, of the pairs. Can you
2: give us like AL, AL in a row and then NL in a row? Okay,
0: here are your AL options. Tim Beckham, Mike Trout, Austin Meadows, and Joey Gallo. Your NL options are Christian Yelich, Cody Bellinger, Juan Soto. Uh,
1: I got my answer, but I will let him go first because... Okay. I went 1st last
0: time. You're a gentleman.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's what I am. I'm going to go with uh, Austin Meadows and Christian Yelich.
1: I'm going to go oh, Gallo and Bellinger.
0: It was Tim Beckham and Christian Yelich. You were right about Seattle Mariners, James. It was just the wrong player, not Domingo Santana. He picked – oh, yeah. Yep, Tim Beckham was ho- off to a hot start last year as well as Christian Yelich. So, Wes, you have another point. It gives you three total, and James got zero on that one. Now, here's my favorite question of the entire event. It's kind of a layup, but there's a lot of potential points for you here, so get your pens out. 2020 will bring multiple previous MVPs of different teams in Tom Brady, Cam Newton, Josh Donaldson, and Mookie Betts, and maybe some others that I forgot. While big things are expected for all of these players this season, it's very rare that a player wins the MVP on his second team or on a new team. Who were the last three players, the last player, in each of the three major sports to achieve the feat? You get one point for each guy, and you get bonus points if you can tell me each year that that player has won an MVP. So go ahead and take some time to write down your answers on your own and think of the years that they did it.
2: So you want three guys? Correct? Yep,
0: one guy from each league. The most recent person to win the MVP on two teams, on each and le- the NBA, ML- NFL, and MLB. And then what years have they won? the MVP. All right. All right. So we will let you guys name your players first. Wes, what players do you have? Okay, we'll just do MLB first. West, who do you have for MLB?
2: Alex Rodriguez.
0: James, is that who you had? Nope. Who'd you have?
1: I had no idea. I said Justin Verlander. I don't even know if
0: he's won the MVP. He has never won MVP. He's one Cy Young for two teams, though.
1: Okay, well, I got that wrong.
0: Okay. And then, so that's one point to... So it is a Rod uh, James. It was a Rod. Yes, he won the MVP for the Rangers as well as the Yankees. Um, what about for the NBA, James? I did LeBron James. LeBron James, correct for the Cavaliers and the Miami Heat. Did you have that as well, Wesley? Yes, I did. Okay. Now I I thought the KD had won one for the Thunder and the Warriors, but he didn't win one with the Warriors.
2: So, NBA Finals MVP.
0: That's what I was thinking. But of. he
2: had, but he had won one with
0: Thunder. Mm-hmm. And then what about the NFL, James? Uh, I did Peyton Manning. Correct. Peyton Manning has one with the Colts and the Broncos. And Wes, Peyton Manning. Okay. Now, do you guys have your years written down for the players?
2: Yes. I, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I want to make sure that I give you credit where it's due. So no, I
2: don't have it for A Rod, but I'm just going to throw a number out there just because. Okay. So yeah, go ahead.
0: I will tell you how many. Oh, should I do that or not? Do you want me to tell you? How... Do you want me to tell you guys how many? Uh, each player won, or do you want to just guess on your own? Just guess you on your own. Okay. Guess. All right. So, you guys have them written down. And you're not going to copy each other? Okay. So, you want us to put both years? Every year that they won an MVP. Oh, shoot. If you won multiple years.
2: I did not do that. Well, I just picked their most recent after they switched teams. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's too. fine.
0: That's fine. I wanted to is, is, see if you okay. guys could guess as many as possible.
1: So, can I guess A-Rod too? Just the years? Since I got it wrong? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right.
0: Let me know when you're ready, because like I said, I can cut all this out. You're not. We're not in a rush. I'm ready. Okay. Go go for it, West. Go ahead and give your guesses for Alex Rodriguez.
2: Uh, so so you said he won multiple. So I'm gonna go. 0-3. Well, all of
0: them won at least two.
2: Well, yeah. I'm gonna say oh three and oh seven. And then you want me to go for LeBron?
0: Uh, we'll, we'll let will let James do American League first.
1: Okay. Um,
0: or I mean, uh, Alex guess. for yeah. we'll go
1: two thousand and two, okay, and two thousand and nine,
0: okay, and then James, you go LeBron James first.
1: Uh, two thousand fifteen and two thousand seventeen, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. I don't know how many times he's actually won it.
0: Jay or Wes?
2: I was gonna go twenty thirteen and twenty sixteen
0: actually. And finally, we have Wes lead off Peyton Manning. Uh,
2: 2013, that's 2012, I don't know. If that was the only, I only had the 2013 one.
0: Okay, and then James?
1: Uh, I actually didn't have 2013, I had 2012 and uh, 2007.
0: Oh, okay, so I will go ahead and tell you now. Wes, you got four years correct, James, you got none. Holy crap, Wes. Oh. <laughs> um, Alex Rodriguez won MVP in 03 with the Rangers, and he won it in 05 and 07 with the Yankees. LeBron James see, yeah. LeBron James, won it in 08, 09. The, the, I'll just say 09. With the Cavs, as well as 2010 with the Cavs. And then he ended up winning the uh, MVP as well with the Heats twice in 12 and 13. And then he never won it in 15 and 17. Um, Peyton Manning then won it four times with the Colts in 03, 04, 08 and 09 as well as winning the MVP with the Broncos in 13 when he had 56 touchdowns or something like that. So, there was a lot of potential points. There's 15 total points in that question. I absolutely
1: um, blew it trivia.
0: And Jay West got 7 in that question and James got 2. So that makes our final I score uh 3 to 11. So, West, congratulations you are widened your lead between yourself and James is you now have four and a half points. James has two and Toby has one and a half. I'd love to get involved in this tribute someday. I might have to make sure. I
2: always, the the only reason I thought of a Rod at Oh three is because he was in the, he was on the cover of 2004 slugfest.
0: Yeah. MLB slug, slugfest 20 Oh four. You go on, catch the ball when you're uh, after you hit a home run, your, your batter goes up to the plate with his bat on fire. And he yeah. walks up there, and then you beat him, and he just goes and catches it and throws it back at the pitcher. <laughs> that was a great game, man. I loved that game. He used to play Slugfest so much. And then if you got on base and the first baseman had the ball, you could start and punching I, him, yeah. <laughs> and knock it out of his glove, and run to second. That was great. Oh, I loved that game so much. And your player would, like, gain two, 2% power for his next at bat if, like, he hit somebody. <laughs> classic <laughs> my brother would beat me i would get so many more hits than him and like pitch better but he would just run around the base pass and hit my guys and just beat me that way <laughs> uh what a great game well that wraps up the show for today unless any of you guys had some uh very pressing stats you wanted to give or stories it's been a long uh, just, show
1: well today's just real quick today yeah, is ahead. the 27 years anniversary of where nolan ryan beat the mess oh yes
0: him. thank you very much Nolan Ryan, my favorite, all, well, second favorite all-time pitcher after Bob Feller, um, Bieber. Justin Bieber. Nolan Ryan, the goat, had uh, what was his name? Say it again. Um, Robin Ventura. Yes, Robin Ventura come out inside a charge the mound, to which he then puts him in a chokehold and just pummels him. It was great. Oh, what a mistake! Worst mistake of his life. But yeah, that has been the show for today. And here. Coming up right now is our new outro song, which we don't know what it is. But thanks for listening so much to the show and watching and uh, going through this long show. Hopefully you broke it up into two different segments. Watched one part one day and the next part the next day. Go ahead and do that. It's free. Uh, no one's staying. You can't do it. You don't have to watch, listen and watch all at once. So, All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Go watch some baseball. <music>